Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk Show. Produced by Household Stress, home of the talk show, the top-selling book, and an app for your Android smartphones. We come your way every Tuesday night, but you can get more info about this show by visiting our website, householdstress.com. Listeners can listen to one of our live weekly talk shows by calling in or logging on to householdstress.com from your personal computer as an anonymous guest. Phone lines open right now, but this show is strictly for men only, so call into the hottest talk show in the world. Now, we have a couple of rules, and they are absolutely no profanity and no politics, and more importantly, no racial stuff. The show is apolitical and race-neutral so that we can make sure that any man can feel comfortable on our show. And furthermore, fellas, this ain't Bob's study. We want you to just be able to come to our show as a man, and that is it. The Married Men Don't Talk Show always presents the hottest topics for discussion, and tonight is no different. But before I get into that, we also are into event planning now as well, so make sure you all check out the events we have going on at householdstress.com. But tonight's topic is the good wife. My name is Rodney, and I'll be your moderator for the evening. This is a fluid conversation, so if you do have something to say, please feel free to do so. Or if you just prefer to listen, that's absolutely fine as well. But please find your mute button right now and kindly put your phone on mute if you just plan on listening. And you can actually chat with us live right now by hitting us up on Twitter, at Household Stress. All right, with all of that mumbo-jumbo said, let's get started. If you were to Google the good wife tonight, your search will return information about a TV show called The Good Wife. And The Good Wife airs on Sunday night, 9 o'clock p.m. on CBS, and it's a legal and political drama that premiered in 2009, the same year that Household Stress premiered. Ironically, both The Good Wife and Household Stress have received universal critical acclaim. But we're not going to be talking about that good wife tonight. We're going to talk about what makes a good wife and what exactly a good wife does for her husband. Now, we just celebrated Christmas, and I'm sure there were brothers, some brothers out here who asked Santa to bring them a good wife as a gift. And some of those brothers are actually already married. But the question is, did did these brothers even know what they were asking for? So we're going to try to help them out tonight. Are there a lot of misconceptions, fellas, about what a good wife is? Well, there are a lot of misconceptions about what what a good wife is. Well, I think first of all, we need to understand what 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 some of the definitions of a good wife really are. I mean, because a good wife can mean a lot of different things. Yeah, you're right. And I know a lot of women these days, you know, are, are simply striving to be an independent woman. Or bad bitches, they say. You know, I mean, they want to be bad, but instead of a good wife. But I mean, like you say, brother. I mean, in 2014, how would women know how to be a good wife? Uh, how would they you know? know? Well, you know, um, most women uh, learn how to be wives from their moms. 
And if your mom was a good wife, chances are she'll learn how to be a good wife from the mom. You know that is true. I I really I really got to agree, agree with Andrew and just looking at my life. Uh he uh, I'm, I'm it's like I had a little aha moment. He he's really on to something. It's real simplistic. And I know a couple of women listening to this is going to really disagree. But uh it it really makes total sense because if you have a mom who is unfaithful or or a marriage destroyer, let's say four or five husbands or whatever, and you say, this is not going to be me. Okay, why? Why aren't you going to repeat that? What What have you seen to show you what to do to keep that from happening? You know, okay, it's, it's not, you know, I, I know some people say, well, I'm just not going to do what I, saw my mother do, okay, well, what are you going to do? Mm. That's the you, real you know question. Because unless they're they're given an example, they have nothing to pull from. And, I mean, are they going to learn how to be that good wife off TV? I mean, really, where's, where's the examples in our society? Um, if you don't see mom treating dad in the right way, how do you learn how to do it? If there's If there's no dad around... How is this woman going to learn how to treat, you know, how to treat her husband? You know, I'm the clue. So was y'all's mama a good wife, would you say? I was. Still is. Yeah, my my mom was and is a good wife. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a woman. Right. Right. So the question would relate to, is my dad a good husband? Yeah, but I mean, we're just speaking in so. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You you you're not a woman and, you know, you're a man and but you know, speaking of that, you know, speaking to that, how were you raising your daughter to be a good wife? Do you think you have any role in that? Do you play a, a part in that you as a man? Yeah, I do. Um I I talk to him uh I talk to them about things that their mom may not readily understand. Um, I talk to them a lot about conflict resolution uh, with the opposite sex, uh, how men think, what a man would appreciate, uh, how to approach a conversation as a team conversation, not as, you know, you're trying to just be right. Because just because you're right doesn't mean that you win. You know, you end up losing. So I talk to my girls in that aspect. You know, I, I pick and choose the tactful things. You know, if I see something in them or see something that I need them to really understand, then, yeah, that, that's what I do. Hey, Isaac, can I add one thing to what you said? Yeah. When he said, when he said I teach my girls how a man thinks, I believe that as a, as, a, as a father, that is one of our biggest responsibilities. I don't care how much a woman wants to tell her daughters about men. She can't understand how a man thinks. There's no way. Yeah. So um, I, I try to explain to my wife. I just got back in town um, uh, out of, from Atlanta last night, and 
Um, I try to explain to my wife that as a man, it's 24-7. I mean, we are always on. When our wives are with us, if we're good husbands, they can kind of take a deep breath, go with the flow, whatever it is, they know we're going to take care of it. As a man, we don't, take, we don't get off as far as the protection of our family. Right. You know, and um, and to to think like a man, we need to sit, especially our, our teen girls, down and sit down and say, you know, hey, let me tell you what this means when when you say this to this boy. This is what you say, but let me translate. When when Deja was at the house and she was smaller, younger, um, I, I was her translator. I said, okay, now tell me what this dude said. She tell me. I said, now what do you think that meant? She said, well, I think it meant this. I said, no, that's what it means in, in girl language. Let me tell you what it means in boy language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. And the best way that she can learn to be a wife isn't by me teaching her about men. It's watching her mom react to me. Yeah. Mm. That's good. That's good words. But so how does one determine what a good wife is? And what I mean by that is that I, I want to go ahead and drop a monkey wrench right here, you know, out, out the gate. And Are we going to define a good wife? <laughs> we, we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. But, and maybe both of you, either one of y'all can help me with this, but I want to drop a monkey wrench, and that is, is a good wife a woman that's been married before? It could be. It very Why well so? could be. Did you say how so? Yeah, how so, yes, sir. Well, I mean, you know, if somebody's been married before and 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 they, you know, they get it now, then then they they could be a good wife. They don't have to be married before to be a good wife, and that's not a prerequisite. But um, you know, if if they learn from from their first marriage and realize, you know, hey, you know, one, one of the funny things we talk to divorced people all the time, and I'll say, you know, what did you do wrong in the marriage? You know what is what is your culpability for the divorce? And I can always tell if this person has grown, if they say it was all the other person. They haven't learned anything. You know, but you know, a, a divorced person, they may or they may not. You know, I think more. You know, for me, because you know, I found myself at 40 years old divorced, and and looking for a wife. And for me, it, it changed because I've become a Christian. And number one, she had to be a Christian. So that that was the first thing. I mean, she had to have the heart of Christ, because I, you know, I realized that that we had to see things, and 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 I, you know, it wasn't up to me to to be her corrector. Mm-hmm. And does a good wife? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I had to be in in Atlanta for five days. And when I got home last night from the airport, I walked in. The house was immaculate. She had dinner on the table that she had cooked. She had brought me some flowers and had the music going and the lights dimmed. That's a good wife. So you said that she, I guess, so you're saying a good wife is a good homemaker, a good cook. And she was preparing for you to come back home. Can, can I gener- can I generalize? 
Can I just go ahead, brother? What what he's saying is a good wife is appreciative and she acknowledges uh her husband. She you know yeah. she she and when I say acknowledge, not acknowledging him doing a sequence of events. She just acknowledged the fact that he is who he is. And yeah. she chief and she wrote she has an impromptu uh chance or she looked for chances to reward him. Not so much as reward him, it's a poor, poor choice of words, but express her, you know, her appreciation through cooking and homemaking and all the other stuff you name. It, 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 it was really something. I was, you know, I was really appreciative, you know. But so, so does a clean and organized house do something for you, Andrew? It does for me, and it's it's not so much. It's different for her. For her, if I clean up the house, to her, I'm telling her I love her. That's what it says to her. It doesn't say that to me. It says to me, this is a good woman. She's taking care of me. She's taking care of the house. I mean, I walk in, everything's clean. she got the incense burning. Everything looks nice. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, it, it, again, if, if if it's not like that, I don't feel like, oh, she's a bad woman, you know, but, but you know, it, it makes me feel good when, when she went through so much effort. She knew, you know, I've been gone for five days. She knew, you know, I was flying in and all that, and she couldn't go, which I hate to do that, but it happens sometimes. But she just appreciated me enough and went the extra mile. It made me feel important. Yeah. And this morning, um, you know, I got to return the favor. It was, it was six degrees this morning. Yes, sir. And, <laughs> and my wife normally uh, takes the, the the commuter bus to work, and uh, I had the day off. So instead of uh, her having to stand out at, at the bus stop, I drove her to work and picked her back up. On you your know, day off. So she didn't have to stand at the bus at six degrees. And, man, you would have thought I gave her a million dollars. She told me four times tonight, oh, thank you so much. You you really did, you you know. Yeah, that bus stop is brutal, man. <laughs> you, know, just, just, you know, just the little things that show each other, hey, I appreciate you. And, and Rodney, just to tell you, you know, since I've been posted up injured, you know, my wife has been lifting my leg, putting a thing on my leg, cooking me three squares a day, making sure I ate. Took care of Christmas with the kids, you know, since I've been down and out. And, you know, just to show my appreciation to her, you know, I'm taking her on a little weekend uh, getaway this weekend, you know, just to reciprocate that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. To put back what, what Isaac said, I don't think you can have a good wife without a husband that appreciates it and shows it back to her. Because after a while, she's going to get tired of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you have a good wife, you need to let her know. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So y'all is also mm. saying that, you know, a good wife will know how to, you know, treat her husband, you know, respect her respect her man and treat him like a man, right? Oh, yeah. Do y'all I think, think a good... Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um... And all those examples are great for a good wife, and 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 I think that some of those things were were developed through, like I said, watching mom do it. 
and the family, you know, grandma did however they did it, and that's how they got their information from. But I think what actually makes a good wife is loving her husband the way he wants to be loved. Mm. Not the traditional way that you were taught, because that's all good, you know, cook the food, clean the clothes, whatever it is, whatever it is, wait on a man, whatever you think is supposed to be done, that's great. But you got to love a man the way he wants to be loved, the way he, you know, what's going to make him respond in a positive way and want to reciprocate that love, I think. I think that's what makes it the one. Know your husband. He's dead on. My wife doesn't like, she thinks video games are, you know, she don't have anything to do with video games, but like I said on Facebook, you know, she bought me a PS4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is that the new machine? Yeah, that's the new one. The one that's hard to find and everything. Yeah, she bought me that one. <laughs> you know, so people like, you know, hey, man, your wife don't mind you playing that? like, well, she bought it. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that the one you can play people online? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she knows that's what I like. And instead of her trying to change me to see her point of view on it, she says, okay, this is what my man likes, so okay. I want to make this happen for him. You know, I I think another definition of a good wife is a woman that allows you to be a man. Explain. Explain. Well, um, instead of always you know, bucking up and, and trying to control the situation, um, understanding that that doing that is 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 something that tries to take manhood away from a man. In other words, a woman that that knows her place and knows her role. You know, and, and you know, I don't know how to say it without sounding bad, but I mean, a woman that that understands that a man needs to be the head. Mm-hmm. He can and, be the final authority on something. Say that again. He's the final authority. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. You want to hear something? Um, we have a piece of rental property in um, in um, in Atlanta. That's where I was down there, and I had to go get some work done on it. And um, the person that's doing the work, um, I wanted to do, but my wife didn't want to do because we've had some challenges in the past. And she came to me and, and 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 said, you know, I don't think this should be done, you know, this and that. And I took what she said to heart, and I really prayed on it. But I had peace about, you know, the situation, my decision. And I made a decision, and I, you know, I said, well, honey, this is, you know, I've thought about what you said. And she said, well, whatever you decide, you know how I feel. You know I don't feel that this is the right way to do. But whatever you decide, that's what I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be behind what you decide. So submitting to, you know, the headship of the family is a good wife. Instead of bucking up and saying, well, you ain't going to do that, and I'm not going to, you know. So so in other words, understanding, when I say understanding her role, as a wife, there has to be a head to the family. And if she's trying to take that headship, in my opinion, you know, that's going to cause problems. You know, and, and another thing that's really common with women that I hear about is, they have qualifications. 
the never-ending never list of qualifications. These are the qualifications you have to meet in order to leave me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so so the list never ends. Yeah. You know, because she doesn't really trust him to make a decision. It's true. It's funny because my wife, um, when I got married, had a 13-year-old daughter, and one of the challenges is when you get married and, you know, to a step situation is, is disciplining the child. And that's tough for a woman to allow, you know, an, another man to come in and, and start to discipline her child. And there was times that she would raise up. And if she was on here, she would tell you, um, you know, that was tough. And she had to go to prayer and say, Lord, uh, this is tough for me. I, I don't know if I can do this, you know. And the Lord spoke to her, well, if he was good enough to marry, isn't he good enough to discipline your child? Yeah. If you trust him enough to marry him, you don't trust him enough to allow him to discipline your child? You know, so I, I think a good woman, you know, will take those challenges that she's having to the Lord and allow the Lord to correct her husband. So is it safe to say that a good wife, in general, has to have a pleasant demeanor? Because all of these things, you know, it, it sounds like your wives, for the most part, are pretty even killed. I mean, she bought you a video game. Uh, when you uh, when you say, system. are you saying pleasant demeanor in public or just a pleasant demeanor? <laughs> I don't. You got to see. You got to see, Rodney. Quit quit messing. <laughs> get get with the real. <laughs> What do you ask? What do you mean? I mean, I, I'm these, just these in general, public and private. Why not both? These are some damn trap-ish questions. Okay. So what <laughs> the question mean, is, is the woman having, what, a good demeanor? A pleasant demeanor. Yeah. A, yeah. a pleasant demeanor. Yeah, I mean, um, she's warm, she's kind, she's caring, she's understanding, she's positive, she's friendly. You know? Yeah, I mean, I mean yes. I mean, I mean, my wife has my wife is a woman. I mean, they have moods. <laughs> uh, every, you know, yeah. I mean, in a, for the most part, yeah. My wife is very friendly. You know, you all have met my wife. You know, yeah. my wife is very outgoing and very friendly, but she also has her moods also. Well, who does? <laughs> so that's why I'm confused about well, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, overall, I mean, that's what I'm saying is that overall, if you had to, you know, she's, the majority of the time, her demeanor is pleasant. And, you know, what I'm saying yeah. is that, you know, to the degree that a woman who is happy with herself is the best kind of wife. Cause, you yeah, know, absolutely. You know, just always complaining, just, ah, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, about this or that. But, you know, I, I, I want to drop another monkey wrench. I know it's early. Um but is a good wife non-Americanized? Is a good wife non-Americanized? <laughs> it's, it's too early listen, for that. Listen, my wife, my wife is, is oh, hold on, let me let me speak on behalf of American women because I'm going to help you all out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I know you can't believe you're getting help from Mike, but trust me. Uh, my <laughs> wife is as American as it can get, but, you know, my wife has Southern values. So... There is something, you know. She she has she's a traditional Southern uh, woman, so that that really attracted me, and we get each other. So 
So, you know, yes, she has good good wife values and qualities. So it can happen in America is what I'm saying. Not not often. It's very rare. But it, it can. Why is it rare? Because you go overseas per capita. There's more good wives overseas than it is in America. Okay, I'm sorry, ladies. I know. No. There's more submissive wives. <laughs> right. Woo. Okay, that that one, especially when I'm talking in the black community, you talk about a submissive submissive wife, you got to fight. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> the hand goes to the hip, the head starts popping. Huh. Yeah, ain't nobody dealing. Ain't nobody dealing with that. <laughs> so, you, so, so he's saying I ain't got time for that. <laughs> they so they can go marry a white dude. We don't care. Hey, but the truth truth be known, I mean, in the black community, I mean, you know, most of our sisters are pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they get a bad rap. I mean, it's it's like the, it's with anything, the, the way the media is designed, the negativity and the ignorance always get thrusted to the forefront. And those sisters who are even killed, you know, the, the the good wives, you don't hear about them. They don't exist. No, you see you know, the I mean, you take Just take a look at reality TV. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I don't watch message. that, but I don't know. But, I mean, you see the ghetto rat, you know, on TV. You know, I got my government check. Yeah. <laughs> so are y'all saying that a, a good wife, Knows when to shut up. Knows when to pick her battles. Yeah, mine does. Like, I mean, my mine mine knows this that you know, and it it happens rarely. I think since we've been married like five years, I think it's happened like three times. She's known there's been an argument, and she's you know she really wants to have this argument, but I'm at that point where there's no argument, and there's no more ever talking about this ever again, and she will. You know, dismiss herself and say, "Okay, I see you want to be left alone. We're done." You know, and that's it. She'll shut up because she knows I. Mine is still struggling with that one. (laughs) (laughs) Struggling with what? Walking away. (laughs) I said three times in five years, Andrew. Now. (laughs) I said three times in five years. So ninety-eight percent of them battles go to the death. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there's times I gotta say, you know, do you have to disagree with me on everything just to disagree? You know what, Andrew? You know what I do to my wife to to shut her up sometimes. What? I tell her, I say, you know what? Forget that. Whatever the hell you talking about? Do you want to just fight? <laughs> <laughs> And she gives me a look, and I said, well, let's fight. I said, you know what? I can't stand your ass sometimes. And I just let I said, now, your turn. That's funny. I said, let's just, I said that's all you wanted. You know how they get in their mood, you know, and you, they be talking to you about something stupid, and you're like, what, what the hell does this matter? I'm like, look, let's just fight and get it over with. <laughs> So you say, well, she say to me, I, I mean, there'll be times, and I'll be like, I'll say something. And everything I say, she counts. Oh, that ain't the way it is. Oh, that ain't the way it is. 
you know, you just you just got to say what I'm saying is wrong. I mean, I mean, it was always, I mean, you know, <laughs> they just say, well, you don't want me to have an opinion. <laughs> well, well, I told you, shut that. up if you don't want me to have an opinion. <laughs> well, oh, I my mean, wife. Go ahead. Oh, she know not to say that because what she told me that one time. She said, I will, I will just shut up. I ain't going to say nothing else about it. I said, you know, if I had a penny for every time you say that, I'd be a mega lotto winner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm so bad, I'd give her a penny. I said, here you go, now shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she would give me a look, boy. If looks could, And she tell me, she said, if I could just whoop your ass. I said, I know. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said a lot of people. A lot of people want, want, wants the title. I said, but trust me, Ric Flair lives forever. So you go on. <laughs> but would y'all say that a, a good wife has to have the ability to communicate effectively? Yes. Yes. Be open and express her feelings and needs honestly and effectively. Yes. Obviously, that a requirement. Yes. And that's why I always go to that when I say, of course, I, you know, I don't want you just to agree. I want to hear what you got to say. And if we shut them down all the time, then they won't say anything. And then we yeah. have a real, real bad problem because when they say something, they're going to explode. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the bottom line, like you said, is that if you want something, ask. You know, if something yeah. is wrong, say so. I mean, don't yeah. don't drop hints. Or, but she or has the trust. Around. But she you want to hear something funny, Rodney? Um, Glenn would never, never challenge me with anybody around. Okay? okay, he would never know that side of her. And a friend of mine said to me one time, he said, uh, "Well, you know, uh, your wife, she just, she just agrees with everything you say and do, so you don't have the problems I have." Mm. I said, "Man, you don't know my wife. She ain't like that at all." <laughs> Going back to that pleasant demeanor, you know, public. That's right. But, you know, if it's just me and her and she got to say something, she's going to say something. And like I said, we we come from real opposite ends of the tracks. Uh, I had to learn that her differences, you know, aren't less than me. It's just differences. And I, I, I've learned to appreciate them. You know, she grew up in the ghetto. Yeah, I'd never seen a ghetto. You know, I mean, we we just we just literally come from, you know, real opposite ends of of, of the spectrum. You know, her her daddy was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. You know, it wasn't like that in my family. I mean, I mean, I didn't know the things that she saw on a daily basis. I'd never seen a roach until I came to Washington, D.C. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, we just live in very, very different, you know, different ways we grew up. But to learn to appreciate the differences and laugh about the differences instead of, you know, in the beginning we're, we're attracted to opposites. And then we marry them, and we fight with it because they're opposite. I mean, who wants to be married to somebody just like them? That'd be boring. 
And then we get married, and those opposites start to drive us crazy. Yeah, you talking about, you know, fighting. And does a good wife nag? <laughs> uh, all wives nag. Thank you. <laughs> I don't have a wife nag. Maybe one of them you get out of a catalog. <laughs> maybe you got going back to the, the non Americanized, you know, maybe you gotta go. That's right. You bought one from Asia out of a catalog. Yeah, yeah I mean if you get a full receipt now, now American wives nag, all American wives nag. Oh. Even if they born Can you in say America. It again, Isaac, all? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say it. All American wives nag, yes. I will lay that on all American women with with pride. I don't care if you only Lived in America for a year, moved overseas. You do nag. It's something about the water, the air over here. Yeah, uh, but you need to go to Taiwan and drag one of them over. Don't let her out the house when you get her here. Cause yeah, her friends don't mess her up. Women overseas, they don't nag. They don't nag at all. They do get even though. They don't nag. <laughs> <laughs> women, all women get even. Well, no matter where they're from, but you better um, believe that. American women. And the way they get even, you, it, it ain't when it happens. It's down the line. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's gonna come back at you. And it's gonna come back heavy. Heavy and hard. And you can be like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I had plenty of friends in the military, man, and you know, married to. They got the wife from overseas, and I come over there. She's baking the bread to make the sandwiches, and. Oh my God, and this and that, and she's very docile, and she asked me if I want my feet rubbed, and I'm like, man, your wife is what in the world? This is this is crazy. <laughs> and then you know, three three years later, you know, I see him, and I'm like, yo, what happened? He's got a divorce, you know, because she had to get even, you know, cheated on him. So yeah, they get they get you back. That's some get back, but no American women nag. They 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 are professional naggers. Jay Z, Beyonce nags Jay Z to no end. <laughs> and the, the finer they are, the more they nag. I agree. Yes, they nag. All all of them nag, and they'll and they'll be the first ones to tell you that they don't nag. That's how you can spot a true nagger, because your first thing she says, "I don't nag," and that's that's when you know all she do is nag. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the that, that's why you wife. gotta date them more than a year to marry them, because you got the representative up front. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it takes but at least a, a year to get the real, the real deal out of there. Yeah, but does a good wife praise her husband for the things he does right more than she complains about the things he does wrong? Oh absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My wife, my wife doesn't complain. She really okay. doesn't. She doesn't complain, but I mean, it's uh, she lets it know when I'm when I'm dropping the ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, she lets it be known when I'm dropping the ball, and I appreciate it. You know, I, I really do. She doesn't nag me, you know, but you know, she does things that I know. You know, okay, I then I better step it up. You know, like you know, this two weeks, this, this two weeks off with the, with with no call. I could tell she was looking like, why did you get on the damn phone this Tuesday night? <laughs> it ain't no call. We've been on vacation. <laughs> we just got back from Aruba. <laughs> yeah. Well, but Andrew, though, I'm why, why is it important? I'm going to see if I can call in from Aruba. 
why is it important, you know, that our wives be supportive in both our successes and when we drop the ball? I mean, why why is that important? I mean, because when we drop wife? the ball, we realize how much how much we we need them and appreciate them. Mm-hmm. If they're there when we drop the ball and they still love us, that means much more to us than when we cross the finish line first and they're there cheering. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody can cheer when things are going right. Where are they going to be when things are going wrong? Mm. Mm. That's heavy. Does a good wife, you think, know just still how to... Still nagging. I mean... It... Would you say a good wife knows how to just roll with the punches? You know? Yeah. I mean, you you talked about... I mean, we'll definitely experience crises together, but whether it be job loss, loss of a parent or whatever, but, you know, what... Especially in times of hardship, is it... Why is it important that a a wife just know how to just roll with the punches, just, you know, just keep it moving? Uh, That And that... That also comes with trust. A woman has to trust her man in order to roll with the punches. So um, I know one thing in our house we had, you know, a couple of years ago, we had kind of like a financial crisis take place. And I told my wife, um, I'm going to take care of it. And my wife, being a typical woman, she began asking me the million questions, but what are you going to do? How are you going to do this? We're facing this. We're facing it. We're facing this. And I told my wife, I said, if you trust me, I'm going to handle it. She's like, well, I need to know what you're going to do. I said, no, no. I said, all I need you to do is trust me. Trust that I'm going to handle it, and it'll be taken care of. And she trusted me, and it was taken care of. But, see, she had to roll with the punches. Yeah. Because women love that security, especially a woman that's been out on her own. And she's had to be the husband and the mother, you know, and the father, and the and the wife, you know, with the kids. So now she has to trust, you know, her her stability in someone else. And some women can do it. Some women lie and say they can do it until it really happens. And uh, some women actually really can do it. So you know, it was it was something tough for her, and that's why a good wife has to be able to roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was that was really hard for my wife because she never had that kind of stability. And for her to let go, um, you know, when we got married was really hard. Mm. I mean, is it, is it that important that a, a wife, a good wife, recognize that we're dealing with issues as a team and not as people on opposing sides of the battle? You know, I mean, does does a good wife have realistic expectations when facing times of hardship or crisis or whatever? Well, I'm gonna tell you the truth, Rodney. Um, yes, sir. Uh, and it's probably not the right way to do it, but I, I I really try to shield my wife from from all the details of the stuff because she don't need to know because it's my responsibility any damn way. And for me, you know, I don't go into all the details of, of the day-to-day details of what I have to get done. Because the last thing I need her to do is to worry about it. Mm-hmm. 
does your wife ever tell you that she believes in you? All the time. Really? All the time. Anybody else? Does your wife ever tell you that she believes in you? That brother hears it all the time, but when was the last time she, your wife told you that? that she I don't think I, I've never heard that. Mm. I've, I've never heard that, but I don't need to hear it. Because she she shows she shows me I'm able to see it. Mm-hmm. She tells me all the time she believes in me and she appreciates me and she appreciates everything that I do. And I hear the appreciation part. I hear the appreciation part all the time. You know, but for me, I don't I don't really share the struggle because she would freak out because she's not used to the zeros. Um, you know, I own my own company, and the only difference between owning my own company and working a job is the zeros. And, you know, if I tell her, look, you know, I got, you know, $35,000 a month in expenses, she she would freak out. I mean, she just wouldn't, she can't relate to those kind of numbers because that's just not her paradigm. Dreams and goals. Um, do, 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 does your wife, do you and your wife, have shared dreams and goals, or are they totally separate? You no, know, we, we have shared. Go ahead. Yeah, we have Hello? shared. Yes, so. sir. Go ahead. Yeah, I was asking. Okay, so the guy was. I was listening. The guy says that. <clears throat> my name is Matt Grant. I've I've been in and out of this group for a while, but. I was hearing that since he has his own job, his own business, and his wife believes in him and tells him that his wife believes in him, what if he fails? What if he has a mistake? What if he has a bad month? And he tells his wife that his expense is going to outweigh his, his, his revenue. How will his wife react to that? And can she deal with a disappointment? Well, um, I mean, just like with every business, I have good and bad months, you know. Um, I just figure it's my responsibility, you know, to go make the donuts. Um, but for her, you know, for her to have to have handle it, there's nothing she could do about it. I mean, you know. Does she, does she also bring in income herself? Oh, she does. She brings in six figures. But, I mean, her income could not handle what you know what the real deal is, and it would freak her out if she had. I mean, she couldn't. There's just. I mean, she doesn't have the ability to. You know, um, you know, she's a GS14 in the government, and she brings in good money, but she just could not handle. You know the the real deal. So that's my responsibility, and for her. If she had to think if something, you know, if, if I couldn't, she would have to, there's no way she could. So for me to, to put that burden on her, I, you know, I've just chosen that that's just not the thing to do. Just figure out, I just got to figure out how to make it happen. But that stress you carry is your own stress. I mean, I'm not Correct. saying everybody's perfect, but that stress you carry is your own stress. And the, and, and the good side, there's, a good, there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's good and bad to that because see, when you have bad days, it's hard for you to express it with her, so that brings stress to you. 
Exactly. So if your if your wife has a bad day, she'll tell you you deal with it. But if you have a bad day, you you don't have that luxury. You don't have that luxury. Correct. Exactly and that's right. Stress you. So if you have stress and you try to find ways to 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 cover that stress up with something else in order for you to, to get some kind of satisfaction, you're gonna feel like you're not getting it. Well, I'm gonna tell you the truth is, you know, <laughs> um, it's just it's just it it wouldn't to, to put something on her that she couldn't do anything about. I I just don't feel like it's it's. It's beneficial to her. Yeah, but I always say that when you stuff stuff, when people stuff stuff, you know that's that's a, that that that's bringing on that's 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 taking on a level of stress that's probably not really fit for the human body. I mean, everybody has to do what they got to do to, to, to get to day to day. You, you sound like my wife. She wants to know all the little stuff, but I don't. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like there's anything she could do, and it would just add stress to her. So I just got to figure out a way to make it happen. And I've done it for, you know, 20 well, years. Let well, me ask you, what are you doing for your stress relief? He comes uh, here. Are you, are you not a living to say? Are you not a living to say? Because I'm telling you, I'm a man like you. What you doing for your stress relief? Trust me, well, Andrew. You know, um, I'm going to tell you what. You know, there's there's different times and different things. And and I've gotten to a point, I'm, just to be honest, um, I always come back to the same thing. Lord, you know. You've never left me. You won't leave me now. And whatever it is, it's going to be. And I know, you know, I know my capabilities. I know what I can do. I know what you're going to provide. And it's going to be all right. So I guess more than anything, I just go to the Lord and say, okay, Lord, you know what the need is. You've never let me down. You've always been there. Even though things don't look good or things look tough, you know, and, and I just I just kind of, you know, it's time to make the donuts. I mean, <laughs> I, I know that sounds weird, but but you know I sound weird because I I get up every day whether it's cold or hot or whether it's snow on the ground. I got to go to work and make sure right. I bring it so, up. So that's my thing. I you know, but but I, I just I just have chosen not to put her in that situation because my wife's a worrier, and if I told her, look, honey, I don't know where I'm gonna come up with this extra fifteen thousand dollars by Thursday, she'd have a fit. Mm-hmm. She has no way to do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, I get you. No, I I got it. You know, so to put that on her, I've got to look at the situation and figure out what I need to do. Um, and 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 to put that on her and say, you know, this time she looks at me, she knows, and I'll say, look, I just need you to pray for me. Um. Right. And 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 she understands I'm in a tough situation. There's tough pressures, and and I said I just I need you to pray for me. You know, and and she knows. I mean, and she, she not knows it. You know, and she's not asking you questions. No, she doesn't say tell me all the details because I wouldn't tell her anyway. Mm. How long y'all been together? Ten years. Okay, I'll give you that. All right. Yeah, you know, and like I said, you know, I just know it's it's almost like this. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't have the right to fail. Well, you're human. Everybody makes mistakes, dude. No, That's no, everybody like- makes mistakes. But I have put myself in a situation where I have to I have to succeed. 
I don't get it. You said you don't have the right to fail, so I don't, I don't understand. I don't. I mean, that's just how I see things. I've got to fight through it. Whatever it is, I've got to fight through it. So you had a bad day. It's not a failure. you just got to keep working harder to get to the I've got to figure out a way to get through it. Well, okay, well, I see that. But you know, I mean, My responsibility, I, I, you know, in, in, my, in my corporation, my, my main responsibility is to keep the doors open. You know, be profitable. I mean, that's what I have to do. Um, in my home is to make sure all the bills are paid and everything's taken care of. That's my responsibility, and I take that as my responsibility, not my wife's. Now, what she adds is wonderful, but my responsibility is to make sure that things are taken care of. That's not her job. That's mine. That's very valuable. That's very, uh, I mean, that's very, um, very, it is what it is. Yeah. All right. I mean, you know, and, and, and I don't know who you are, but most people that know me, I mean, you know, they're never going to hear, oh, man, things are tough. Oh, man. I, I just figured i got to figure out a way to make it happen. I just look at it this way. I just look at it this way. I mean, you may have it already solved, but I look at it this way is that everybody has has their has their stress, and sometimes their stress can cause them to act out and do things that they thought they would not normally do because of the level of stress that they're dealing with. And if you don't have an outlet for that stress, it could cause some adverse reactions that you probably thought you wouldn't have. But if you well, I'm going to tell you, I've been in that good. road. I've been down that road, and that road, as far as acting out, is is a dead end and ends in destruction. Oh yeah, I know that too. You know, sure. and I've been down that place, and it's a lonely place to be. And and what I've got to do, and I'm just just be honest with you, you know, the only you know I've got to go and say, okay, Lord, you know, this is tough, and I can't handle it. But you I know, think, Andrew, uh, what, what do uh, I need to do? What, what Nat is saying is that a good wife helps her husband manage his household stress. Is that what you're saying, brother? Well, I, what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is that I mean, I know you're trying to protect your wife, but I mean, and and I'm very, I'm, I'm an advocate. I say, you know, but if you have stress. In a responsible way, you should be able to relieve that stress and be able to communicate that. And your wife should be able to understand that. It, the thing about trying to shelter your life from your from your difficulties is causing harm to yourself. Now, maybe not to you, but I know if it was me in your situation, it would cause harm to me. Now, I don't tell everything, but the things that the things that kind of complicate me and make me feel like I'm I'm stressed out, I like to share, and I and I expect to understand and take my side. I'm not saying that she's got to go to my job and fix the problem, but at least hear my side and say, okay, I think your solution that you have is adequate and you should probably work with that. I just feel like it's better to be a blower and not a stuffer because a stuffer is going to add stress to themselves. And if you are Wait a minute. He, did, did he said it's better to be a blower? Okay, y'all get that tomorrow. Go ahead, I agree now. with that. Okay, go ahead, bro. <laughs> It's better to be a blower than a stuffer because, I mean, I, you can stuff and stuff and stuff and find yourself in the hospital because your heart stopped. I'm not saying that's going to happen to anybody here, but I'm saying it, it, it's something inevitable. And I, I just, you know, I tell people, you know, you can be tough and tough and rough and tough and keep it to yourself, and then when you get sick and you realize no one's there to help you because they don't understand what you're going through because you never shared it. Oh, I agree yeah. with you. It's just, it's just it, it's hard for me. Because there's, you know, you know, for me there there isn't there isn't a whole lot of you know leeway. I just gotta, you know, like I said, there's not much she could do. 
Yeah, you but know, it, I mean, really you know, I, I, I see what you're saying, and I'm not trying to change your mind or nothing like that. I ain't trying to do that. I just know yeah. it was for me. And, and think about this, too, though. I mean, you know, my, I don't know. You, you and your wife are probably equally educated and very smart and all that, you know. And you know, I'm just getting my MBA at 40. And my wife, she doesn't have an undergraduate degree, but she's, she's doing pretty good by herself. And she, got her own, she has her own business. So for me to say because I'm educated, I don't trust her with what I'm going through. No, I can't do that. I need to share with her what I'm going through, whether she understands it on my level or not. What I'm telling you is what I'm saying is that whether you're trying to protect your wife or not protect your wife, if you want her to be wholesale 100% on board of what you're doing, maybe you give her breadcrumbs and say, hey, you know, I'm going through this, but it's okay, I got this, and you're praying for me. So that helps you. If that helps you, then that's what works. If that becomes uh, comes to a point where that's not working, then you might have to see a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Yeah. Cool. I don't disagree with you. I, I guess it comes from, you know, what the, the path I've taken, you know, and, and I've been, you know, I've been through divorce. And, and it's just oh, no, it's, of, my, second, it's no. my second marriage. It's just, I just you know, my nine years in February. So, I mean, it ain't like, you know, it ain't like I'm new to the game. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, brother. But I want to say, I want to connect something that you said, Nick, um, if I might, about sharing and kind of tying it back you know, to what Ike was saying and about sharing dreams and goals. Um, and, you know, the question I asked earlier was that, you know, do you and your wife have shared dreams and goals? And on the flip side of that, what if you don't? You know, what if your dreams don't intersect? For, oh, I can talk about that. Oh, my. You got the oh, mic then, brother. Talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah, man, I married somebody from Liberia. Yeah, she got different goals than I do. I'm American. So what happened? I married her, we were on the same page, and then she started doing something that she wanted to do. I didn't understand it. I had to grow to know what she was doing. And then when I realized what she was doing, I said, you know what, that's pretty good. That's, that's you know, But it took me a while to understand it because, you know, when you have somebody from a different culture, you have to humble yourself and listen and not – and not take all of your life experiences and say, this tells me that whatever you're doing is wrong because it has nothing to do with what I've learned. So having different goals and different visions and doing things that are not what you're used to doing isn't necessarily bad. You, you just have to allow yourself to, hum, to be humble, to listen, and to educate yourself and say, maybe this will cost me early. But in the long run, it may not be so bad, and it could possibly generate some income. And it's no, and, and it's probably more valuable to get on board with what your what your wife is doing, necessarily more necessarily than what you have on target for yourself. I mean, you know, you if you know what you're doing and you're doing great at it, and you know you, you're married, and and she has some goals and she's doing something, but you don't want to listen to it because it's not anything that you know. That's going to destroy your marriage. So you've got to either work with her to help her with her goals, or you don't work with her and you walk your way into divorce. So that's just as simple as where you're headed. So, you, so would you I say that it, my, would you say that it's healthy for your wife to have her own dreams? It is healthy as long as those dreams align with yours, and she's saying words like "this will help us" and not "this will help me." 
this will help the kids, this will not just help me. You have to listen to her and see what is she saying. Is she saying it's going to help us or is it going to help her? If she's saying words like us and we and the future and tomorrow, you need to get on board and say, you know what, I champion that. Let's go for it. But if she's saying words like this is helping me, you know, I, I need to get a, I need to be independent and I need to pay my own bills and I need to be, you know, that may not be for you. But if she's using words like us, family, future, you know, when you retire, we got this, you need to get on board. Good words. Good words. I want to drop another monkey wrench if I might. Um, true or false, fellas, true or false, your wife should be your number one go-to person. Your wife should be your best friend. True or false? True. True, got one true. Anybody agree or disagree? True. Oh, yeah, I say true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean you can't have a B, C, and D, though. <laughs> you know, you you still need your boys, though. You still got you got to still have your fellas. What? Yeah. I mean, a good wife this does is, let her husband have some guy time, give him some space. Yeah, right. because there's things you got to be able to bounce off your fellas before you come to your wife with. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. But being that 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 go-to person. Um, does a, a is it true that a good wife doesn't force her husband to like all the same things that she does? Oh God, no! A good wife <laughs> says, "I I know what I want, I know what he wants, and then let that be different." Mm-hmm. Got that right? When you need to come together, but you ain't got to like everything. If you've got to like everything she likes, she control it. You need to get rid of her. Mm. If she lets you, I got to go to the doggone opera and ballet every week. That don't work. No, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> nah, brother. Nah, brother, we ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stab me in the eye with an ice pick. <laughs> no, so we ain't doing say, the yeah. So, so would you say is it safe to say that a, a good wife doesn't try to change her husband? Exactly. That, you got to that person be who they are. Exactly. And they got that. Oh, well, wait, 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 wait. First of all, every woman is going to try to change her man. Oh, but you've got to stand strong and be who the hell you are. Now, I'm not going to say you've got to be perfect, but you've got to modify your behavior. You've got to modify mm. your behavior. You're going to make mistakes, but you've got to modify your behavior. But that doesn't necessarily mean you've got to change. Well, first so of all, we're all going to change. If you're the same person at 50 that you were at 20, you've got a problem. We all going to change. Yeah, you, know, you just slow. You you're not gonna. But really, you're not gonna slow. You're not gonna change. You're just gonna slow down on what you've been doing. My father, my father is seventy years old, and he still goes down Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to drink. He slows yeah, down. Yeah, but you, if you still park. think the same way you did it at, at 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 twenty as you do at fifty, something's wrong with you. You got to grow, and and you know you're going to change. But if you know, if the woman is dictating to you what you're going to be, that's a whole different ballgame. Well, well, I, th- I think, I think, I think, I think as Rodney talking about, I think, I think what you, I think what you, 
what the point here is that is, is the wife changing you or is she allowing you to be who the person you are? I think it's best for the wife to allow the, the man to be who the person he is rather than she's forcing him to be someone she wants him to be. I think that's Well, first point. of all, there ain't no woman on the planet that can change you. you got to make that what? decision. She can do all she wants, but if you don't make the decision, you ain't gonna make the decision. You know, you know, we're gonna change because we're gonna grow. Hopefully, well, we can't, you know, we, there's we, no woman we, that can change a man. I mean, a man no, makes a decision to change if he decides to change. True. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, but but then again. What you're saying is, is that you, the woman gives the man latitude to make his own decisions to be who, but in still, even in the changing, even in the changing and the decisions making of the man, the woman is allowing him, the man, to do what he's going to do anyway. She's not dictating exactly. to him what steps she should take. The whole goal is to allow him to make the steps she's going to make. But she's not smart woman, to make those steps. A smart, a smart woman allows a man to change and let, lets him think it's his choice. Right. Right. Yeah. I agree. But if you have a situation where a woman is trying to make your steps for you, I don't think you should be with her. Mm. Not for the long term. See, but a, a real man isn't going to sit back and allow a woman to dictate to him. That ain't going to happen. A real man won't. A punk will, but not a real man. I said a real man isn't going to allow a woman to dictate to him. So mm-hmm. a woman that's trying to dictate to a man is going to find a hard way to go. Right. Does a, does a good wife know when and how to admit when she's wrong? To yeah. recognize and apologize when she's made a misstep? When a man a points it out, that's when a man points it out to her, yeah. When a man points it out to her, yeah. She doesn't really understand it until it's pointed out to her. But, yeah. I've been there. I had to point some things out and be able to say, yeah, I made mistakes. Let's just not look at the past, look to the future. Look at the look at the present, and let's look on that. Let's not draw up the past. Yeah, I made mistakes. I apologize. Let's move forward. But a real woman is able to do that. So you're saying that a good wife doesn't hold grudges. Not unless you just not unless you committed adultery, and then you had to go through all the other trust issues. But I mean, you know, if you if you did something wrong, like you yelled at her, or you came in there, you was pretty drunk, or you did something like that, and you said, you know, I did this and that, and you was able to resolve the issue, she could she shouldn't hold that against you if she if you also point out things that she made mistakes mistakes that she made. Because the relationship was unbalanced, which caused the man to go to, to go down this negative road. Does that make any sense? You know, you, you know, you cause an cause an effect. You know, you you got a you got a negative relationship that causes you to do things that are negative. So you trying to right the road and make it more positive, but because those things were negative, you did negative things. Does that make any sense? It makes perfect sense. And let me give you a cause and effect, if I might. And true or false, Nat, it, a good wife initiates sex and is passionate when it comes to lovemaking. If she horny. Hell yeah. <laughs> what do you mean if she horny? If she, if she, if she, if she, well, she ain't horny. 
about Man, that? You know, I ain't, I, I ain't there yet, brother. <laughs> it's uh-huh. going. <laughs> Man, it you know, everybody got, this, everybody got this struggle. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about the good wife, you know. Yeah, every time, yeah but you know, hey, I got mine here. It's a work in progress, fellas. I do that stuff Listen. like maybe once or twice a month. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Absolutely. listen, in, in a recent interview, actress Niecy Nash, I don't know if y'all know Niecy Nash, but she said this, and I quote, a blowjob a day keeps the divorce lawyers away. Jesus Christ. Is Niecy man, right? Had a man. Is no. Niecy right? It's unrealistic. No? Unrealistic? Well, unrealistic. Sign me up for that program. <laughs> <laughs> and he talked to me. <laughs> now, I mean, the thing about it, the thing about it is that, and 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 this is kind of controversial. This is very controversial. But I'll say this though: if you if you can get the mental and the emotional right, then the sex would be second nature. But when you don't have the mental and emotional right, you really shouldn't be frustrated. But if you have the sex foremost in a relationship, and then you think about the mental and emotional still ain't right, you could still separate from your wife. You could have you could have sex that is like through the roof and still leave your wife because the mental and emotional and the friendship is not right. God damn I, mean, right. You can, I mean, the thing about it is, is that men are physical. We want that to look good. I see the butt. I'm going to get it. Okay, right. That satisfies a physical feeling. But it don't do nothing for your psyche. So when you mm. look at you look at your wife and you look at this and that, and you want it. Okay, you want it. But if you want a long term relationship, you got to relate to the mind, heart, and soul. And if you can't relate to the mind, heart, and soul, all you're getting is something you can get on the street. And if that's yeah, but a blowjob a day wouldn't hurt. <laughs> no, no, I agree. Hey, 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 I agree. I mean, I, I had a girlfriend who was doing it like I didn't even ask. She get in the car when I was at the mall. Back yeah, I mean I understand that most of y'all fellas probably had it better than I did, but still, you didn't. My girl, wasn't she? You, you, oh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. I'm gonna tell you what, man, they love it, don't they? Y'all are bad. <laughs> but now I want, I, I want to go back to your 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 statement, your quote about the psyche and mm-hmm. the mental mm-hmm. and. When's the last time that your wife wrote you a love note or planned a little romantic night or, you know, gave you a back rub just out of the blue? Oh, God. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But, but, <laughs> but, you know, that was, you know, it, it's, it's, um, you think um, yeah, it comes in different. comes in different. No, 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 no. It comes in different. No, it comes in different. Comes in different ways, though. That's what I was about to say. Don't let Rodney trap you. Man, it is more different. That's necessarily the same way. Giving you a back rub. There's a lot more. Yeah, it's not necessarily that. I mean, that's that stuff you see on movies. You know, that stuff you see in the movies. He's being broke in his. I mean, but an example would be cooking your favorite meal. Yeah, that did. Yeah, you know. um, yeah. Well, that did. Yeah. I get that on the regular. 
Right, right, right. See, get that on the... see, Rodney got you stumbling, man. Don't let, don't let Rodney. Get you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not stumbling. I'm just trying to. I'm not stumbling. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about <laughs> the terms he's using, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Um, I use your terms. I'm trying to. Think, like I'm trying to. Think. No, you right. No, you right, brother. You right. I'm just trying to figure out how I can translate that into my own experiences. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you know, I he it. almost got me too. I'm like, damn. You know, my wife ain't wrote letters, and I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, you know, I can tell on no time, and I can get to where he is, but shoot, I'm trying to know I can translate that to what I. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't about to go up there. I mean, I got like, HBO you know too, bro. No, he wrote me a love note in a while, honey. <laughs> and my wife be like, oh, so you rather me to write letters instead of speaking to the mic? Then I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't need no damn letter. That's his comedian told me. That's his comedian saying. He said, "Well, he said, you know, I went to the uh, went to the tattoo house and I got I love you written on my on my third leg." And she said, "Oh, damn! Why you won't put words in my mouth?" (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I might use that tomorrow. I might use that tomorrow. But um. The good wife, the good wife, um, and we, you know, and, and, and one one way is making a good meal, you know, making your favorite meal. But does a good wife take care of herself? Does she eat healthy foods and, and exercise? Exercise, yeah, good? exactly. I, yep, I, do, I agree. Yep, a good wife is going to do that. Yep, I agree. Mm-hmm. But what about the wife? And, and y'all know them. You might work with them. What, what about the wife? That makes sure she looks good for work, but not for her husband. Is is, is she a good wife? She getting dressed not good. in the nines. Not good. You know, not when good. she go to work. You know, y'all see. That's kind of obvious. I think she's kind of selfish, man. Mm. Mm. Yeah, she she needs somebody to talk to her. I think she kind of. Selfish. Oh, I don't have I much tolerance for women like that. I don't, I don't know. I see them in my job though. Yeah, I mean, this one girl somehow. And I just heard this story today. Was kind of locked. It was yesterday, actually. She said that um, she was mad at abortion because he didn't propose to her. And then she went and moved and got a job in New York. And said because she didn't, she went to New York with a complaint that um, uh, he uh, wait a minute no the, the, the gripe was she proposed to him and he and he and he said he would do it, but he took too much time. And then she said, "You know what? He 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 uh, he's too into her, and she thought it wasn't something she wanted to be a part of. So she moved to New York, and she told people that she moved to New York because he was um, not he didn't want to marry her. So the thing about it is that okay, wait a minute. First you say he wasn't he was too into you, and now you moved to New York because you say he's not into you. Well, what is the point? Are you saying that the man is into you or not into you, and why are you moving away from him?" So, you know, it's like your credibility is shot. And women like that, you know, who seem to be more into themselves, they tend to, if you really investigate and talk to them, they tend to have bad credibility. Mm. Wow. And, you know, you talk about credibility in that, and you actually roll into, you know, something I found. Um, Sex therapist Dawn Michael suggests, and she says that with a good wife, does for her husband is to choose him well to begin with. Now listen, fellas, she says a good wife will try and choose a husband 
that has similar values to hers, and if he doesn't, they can agree to disagree on certain subjects. But she's saying that a woman must choose the right man for her to be a good wife. What do, what do y'all think about this? I mean, can a lot of problems stem from the fact that the woman didn't choose the right man in the first place? Yep. Yeah, but Absolutely. you know what? You can't. That's that's twofold, man. That's 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 twofold, brothers. Come on, man. You can't just say because she chose. You chose too. It's a two way street. Mm. Yeah, but there's a lot of women that don't know what what characteristics to look for. Okay, but you the man that stepped into it, so then you don't know either. Mm. You can't blame the other for what you did. You can't blame yourself for what she did. That thing is a two way it's a two way street. Come on, you can't you can't do that. Not like that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Most women grow up thinking about their marriage and their husband. How many dudes grow up like that? No, nah, I didn't. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was trying to get some money. We get we get caught up. That's what happens. We get caught up. They're thinking about it the whole time. Yeah, but see, I, I didn't have no dreams about all this and that. I was trying to get some money and trying to get some It's different. You know, most men are, are really interested in their careers and trying to be, a, uh, I don't know, successful. They're trying to get some booty. That, that, that's yeah, success. thinking of all that marriage stuff. We get caught up. That's, yeah, that's that's success. I mean, yeah, you're trying to get that. Mm. But, I mean, how but, many dudes you know, grow up playing, you know, with 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 with, with G.I. Joe at the Kung Fu Crip getting married? Well, you know, this is what I asked a long time ago. I said, what 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 is a good boyfriend or what is a good husband? Oh, he's a man. He's a man. He's a man's man, but he has feminine tendencies. That's what. That's what. That's what I just told. <laughs> and I was like, really? he ain't playing with GI Joe with the Kung Fu grip. He got ten with the rollerblades. I know, but you know, a lot of men that that feel like they all that be single. <laughs> And if you really think about being a man's man, you ain't got no business being in a relationship. <laughs> I mean, but you know, most so men if you, you, you want to compromise, you want to compromise a little bit. You compromise enough to be married, <laughs> right? But but most men don't grow up thinking about their wedding day. Well, I don't. I didn't. I don't know men that did. No, I wasn't thinking, thinking about in the butt. Yeah, but speaking I mean, of getting I, married, I mean, I, I mean, same the devil tell the truth. I mean, I was, I was thinking about trying to make some money, you know. I was, I was thinking about my day after bachelor party. <laughs> well, <laughs> but oh wow, we just had the party of the century. There's a wedding. Oh wow. <laughs> oh, I made it. Oh, I made it to the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Well, first. Praise and giving honor to God, I made it to the wedding. I mean, you know, my wife had simple instructions. She had simple instructions for my best man. She said, just get him here alive. He doesn't have to be sober. No, I'm asking too much. But just get him here alive and able well, to I mean, stand. How many men actually dreamed about their wedding day? And shit, not, I, not me. Not me? Uh, Never. Unless, unless you, Rodney. Unless, unless, unless that man was married. You got caught up too, didn't you, Rodney? No, 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 no. 
But I want to talk. I'm glad that Ike said that about you know the marriage, um, because I don't want to drop a monkey wrench. Um, I, I, I want to drop this. I want to drop this. Listen, fellas, listen. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. I don't want to drop a monkey wrench. I want to drop every tool up in the Home Depot. Now, I think that we can all agree that a good wife is also a good mother, right? We can all agree with that. Good wife, good mother. That's safe to say. Yep. Yep. But I want to flip that a little bit. And again, this ain't no monkey wrench. This is every tool up in Home Depot. Is a good wife a woman that's fertile? A woman that can carry your babies? Ooh, wow. That that hit me because I I dealt with that. Mm Mm-hmm. I dealt with that. That that hit me. That's yeah. That's that's pretty. That's pretty delicate. You care to share, brother? Mm, well, yeah. My first wife didn't couldn't couldn't do it. She was. Was it you or was it her? It. No, no. I thought it was good. Her, she couldn't. She couldn't. She couldn't do it. She got pregnant, but she couldn't um, conceive. I mean, she couldn't. Uh, uh, you know, have a pregnant. Right. She couldn't carry it through. And still Did that have something to do with the end of the marriage? No, she had endometriosis. Mm. How long well, ago me... was that? Oh, God, 12 years ago? Okay, all right, never mind. Ain't nothing well, let me, Yeah, let me, let, me, let me tell y'all a little story about Chantel Richardson. At the age of 14, Chantel was diagnosed with arteriovenous malformation, or AVM, which is an abnormal connection between the veins and the arteries. And it began as a small growth of blood vessels on her face, but as she got older, it grew, leaving her disfigured. She had a large red nose and was badly bullied. The kids at school called her Rudolph Nose. (laughs) She was subjected to cruel comments from strangers, and some even told her she was too ugly to be outside. After battling with a life-threatening health condition that left her disfigured and in the hospital for most of her teenage years, Chantel thought she had been through it all. So she got on with her life, but her confidence was at rock bottom. Then she met firefighter Brett. They met at a local pub, and Chantel was shocked that Brett didn't even notice her Rudolph nose. Chantel had found a man who saw past her looks. A year later, the young couple married. Her condition was in remission, and the newlyweds settled happily into their lives together. But just a few months later, doctors dropped a bombshell. Her condition was more serious than they had originally thought, and they needed to take drastic action. But there was a chance surgery could leave her severely disfigured. 
with the surgery, she could be left with half a face. Without the surgery, she could die. Chantel wasn't given much of a choice, fellas. She said this, and I quote, I just got married. There was no way I wanted to risk leaving Brett a widower so soon. So I agreed to the surgery, end quote. Thankfully, doctors found a way to remove the growth of blood vessels and save her face, but it came at a price. The doctors said that Chantel's condition was so severe she wasn't able to be, to, to be able to carry a child. So let me pause the story right there, fellas. Uh, what are your thoughts on Chantel's story? If it's true love and they're not arguing and they understand each other, you need to stay with that chip. If you're arguing and fighting and you can't see eye to eye and she got this way and you got her way or whatever, you, I don't care what kind of difficulty or, or ailment she got, you ain't going to be together whether she was healthy or not. Mm. Like I say, if you if you connect with the girl's psyche and she connect with yours, whether she can carry a child or not, you should stay with her. But if you got if you got some other issues of compatibility, I don't care whether she's healthy or not. You got to go. You got to move on. Hmm. You got to. I mean, in sickness and health. I mean, you know. You know, yeah. if, if she wasn't married, if he hadn't married her yet, that's a different ball game. But I mean, once you get married, I mean, you know. Well, that's a legal. That's you a legal problem. Deal. Then. That's a legal problem. Then when you get married, it's legal. Yeah, well, let me let me continue the story, fellas. Let me continue the story. They went home and tried to come to terms with the reality that they never have a family. Chantel said this, and I quote, I wanted to talk about it, but Brett buried his head in the sand. Whenever I tried to broach the subject, he refused to talk. After a few months, after a few, yeah, after a few months, Chantel got used to the idea that she'd never have her own child. She even started to think about adoption. Brett, however, was not keen to the idea of adoption. Brett said he wanted the whole experience of having a biological child. Finally, Brett said he didn't mind not having kids and insisted Chantel just focus on her health. Let me pause the story again right there. For thoughts, thoughts on this new revelation. You know, I think that's honest. You know, you you have to mourn that because, you know, as a, as a man or a woman, you you look forward to having children, and if if that's taken away from you, that's a difficult deal. But um, but you have to understand. But see, the thing about this is too, though, and you know, me being in this situation, and I'm thinking about it. I don't know if things were different. Maybe I don't know. Having your own children versus dealing with somebody and somebody's mistake, which is which could be your treasure, you know, adopting somebody else's child, um, can you? That could be good too, if the love is right. But you have to come to grips with the fact that, and you have to understand your ego, because ego is just a is just a premise of a person dealing with their pain and disappointments over time. as your ego. And, 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 and your ego says, I'm with this woman, I should have my own kids. And when you realize that you can't have your own kids but you love this woman, then if you say you want to be religious and pray to God, you see and adopt. That's what I'm saying. Mm. But the thing about it is, is that that's not easy. That's not easy with a cross, but that's probably the right for, that's probably the right thing to do because before the kids come, you got to make sure the home is right. And the way and the way the home is right is you got to make sure you're right with the girl you're with. 
even if you had kids with the girl, the home could be wrong. And if you have, if you're right with the woman and you have the home right and then you adopt, then the home could be right with the adoption. Sometimes you could be with the right woman who could bear a kid, and, 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 she, and, she, and she crazy in the brain, and she, she, she's insane. And the home is wrong, but you got these kids, innocent kids that are being that are being um, thrusted upon this dysfunctional home. Just because you have the right to impregnate a woman and she bears a child, don't make it make it make it right. It don't make it perfect. So all of these things, well, all of these variables, you got to weigh. I'm going to tell you what. Um, you know, my wife and I have been through that. I mean, we got married. We actually wanted to, you know, have a child, but. Um, she got pregnant and, and lost the baby, and, and it hadn't happened again. So we just accepted that, you know, okay, this wasn't God's will. But both of us had had children before from our previous marriages. So it's different, but still it's the same if you if you really would like to, you know, to have that in your marriage. And you have to come to terms to realize, you know, okay, God's in control of this. It is what it is. You know, but if I hadn't had children before and my wife wasn't able to bear children, you know, that's a loss. I mean, you have to, you've got to come to terms with it. It really is. You've got to, you know, you've got to come to terms with that. I mean, a man wants his seed to continue. He wants his name to live on. You know, I don't know how strong that is in a woman, but most men want their, you know, they want their lineage to go on. Let me continue the story, Andrea, if I may. The stress affected their marriage, and Chantel and Brett split temporarily. They got Mm -hmm. back together four months later and got their relationship back on track. However, Chantel was very aware that Brett still longed for a child. When they went to his friend's kids' parties, he'd, he'd say how depressing it was. It just reminded him of what he couldn't have. Chantel said this, and I quote, I knew he was unhappy, and I started worrying that one day he might resent me for not giving him children. I could see that he felt incomplete without a family, end quote. Around the time of their fourth wedding anniversary, Chantel was thinking about divorce. She still loved really? her husband. Yes, she still loved her husband, but the thought of him hating her for what she couldn't give him was too much to bear. She thought even if they settled for a life without kids at the moment, there would be a time when he changed his mind and it would then be too late. Chantel said this, and I quote, I loved him so much I wanted him to have a better life, even if it was without me. End quote. Thoughts, fellas? Self-esteem issues. She felt like she was unworthy because she couldn't bear children. She brought that on herself, and she made it worse. He may not have been thinking about that. That's mm-hmm. anybody, anybody else? else? Anybody else got any thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. All right, well, well, let me continue. That she really did think about him, and she thought, you know, I know what he wants, and I'm willing to sacrifice so he can have what he wants. Well, let me continue. Well, let me continue. Let me continue. The story's almost over. A few months later, Chantel got up the courage to tell Brett that she wanted to end their marriage. Brett told her she was being stupid and refused to talk about it, but Chantel stayed firm in her decision. 
she felt awful about having a rational conversation about ending her marriage. But once she told him, she said it felt like a weight had lifted off her shoulders. He didn't say it, but she could tell that Brett felt the same way too. So after initially refusing, Brett eventually accepted that it was the right thing to do, and he left her. Chantel said there were times when she felt lonely and regretted her decision, but it wasn't enough to make her go back to Brett. Let me pause the story again right there. Thoughts, fellas? Wow. I have no words for that. That's crazy. But then, you know what? I experienced that a little bit. Not to that extent, but a little bit. To what extent? Well, well you know, first wife, she got pregnant, and she couldn't have the baby. The thing she had a, uh, what do you call them, thing? Uh, um, what do you call this thing? She had a, um, uh, 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 um, the thing the thing went into side of fallopian tubes and it was a, a breach or something and they had to they had to get they had to, they had to do a D a D N C and to do the D N C and um we atopic pregnancy. What do you say? Called an atopic preg- pregnancy. Yeah, atopic. That's what it was. Atopic. It was atopic. And um. So we went through the atopic thing, the DNC, that did the DNC, and we was beefing back and forth because I thought that she was mad at me, and that's why she had the thing. And she was sad because she wanted the baby, and I wanted the baby too. And really, I think that's what ended our marriage. We had other issues. Well, I, I went through the same exact thing with my wife. Go ahead, Andy. Yeah, uh, baby, uh, baby was one of the things that uh, did my marriage in too. Not being able to have a baby. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of real to a man though. To be truthful, it's kind of real. It really is. I went through the same thing with my wife, and and she had an atopic pregnancy, and we couldn't have a baby, you know. And um, it was, it's tough. Um, you know, we we made it through, and we've got a wonderful marriage now. But it was tough. It's it's a tough deal. Well, let me continue, fellas. Four months later, out of the blue, Chantel got a phone call. It was Brett. He called to tell her that he was in a new relationship and his new girlfriend was expecting their first child together. I think you better go on more, you know, to make sure about that. But, you know, but (laughs) what what do y'all think about the story now, fellas? She gets a call out of the blue. It's Brett. He just swab his teeth and check the DNA. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying Better make sure But he was excited He called To tell his ex-wife I don't know why he made that move That was kind of a You know a dig at her You don't call You don't call the lady And say you're You you don't do that I mean that's That's like bragging Why would you do that That's just Picking a woman With your That's like That's like like Taking a a, a knife And and, and dagging in the girl's side You don't do that I mean that's just wrong Okay, yeah, you know what? Because you couldn't do it. I found some girl that could. What? She pregnant? That what? I mean, that's kind of juvenile. But that's just my thought. Mm. Chantel said it was a big surprise, but it only confirmed that she made the right decision. She told him she was happy for him and they remained friends. Throughout this story, we really haven't heard much from Brett. So here's what Brett said, fellas, and I quote, I always wanted children of my own. I'm an only child, so I wanted a big family. 
When I found out Chantel couldn't have kids, I accepted it because her life was the most important thing. When Chantel suggested we split up, I was devastated. But I had to respect what she wanted. I understood where she was coming from. I think she felt guilty, and I can see how much happier she is now. I hated losing her, but I think both of our lives are better. It was the right decision. I'm having a child with someone else, so it's better for the both of us, end quote. Mm-hmm. Oh. You That's about? a lie. I, don't, I think it's a lie. That's a lie right there. That's a lie. That is that's selfish motives right there. And yeah, you got that's it. a lie. That's a selfish motive. That's a selfish motive right there. That brother don't. That brother lost sight of of the of the uh, of, of the goal he wanted. You know, you can yeah, find he, somebody he to have a in baby. a marriage you covenant. Can find somebody who could love you right. Mm. Yeah, he didn't understand a marriage covenant, and and you know what? Karma's a bitch. Yeah, it'll come back to bite you in a minute. They will. Yes, it will. You eat what you sow. You do. You reap what you sow. It'll come back on me. It will. I don't care. I, I wouldn't be and, and it up. And see, with a woman that, that can't have a child, she feels less than a woman. And, you know, it's, it's like a man that, that can't get an erection. He feels less than a man. Yeah, and a that, woman that, that can't that, have that kids feels problem. less than a woman. And, and you leave your woman because she can't do that, you know, that that's like saying, okay, I'm going to leave you because you're sick. Right. Yeah, that ain't suppose right. she had cancer. Suppose she had cancer. Suppose she had cancer. Right. You leave the girl because she got cancer. You gonna show you. You gonna prove that you love her and stand beside her. That's the same That's thing. It. Oh, you know you're sick. That's what. Um, what's the name? The, the vice president did that thing. I can't remember the name. John something. He did the same thing to his wife. Oh, you know what? You're sick. Oh, I'm John Edwards. John Edwards. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, you sick. You got this cancer thing. I can't deal with that. I'm gonna find somebody who's healthy. Come on, that's not right. I mean, it's hard to deal with, and you, and you know, and I pray to God I'm not to go through that. But still, if you're a man, you got to deal with that too. Because think about it: if you flip it, and you're the one sick, don't you want her to be by your side? Yeah, we Nat, we actually had a, a man that um that was on here a few weeks ago that um is going through that right now. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, that's deep. That's oh deep, man, that's on real. It, I didn't know you out there. Go ahead, talk on the brother. No, we feel that guy in. Huh? Feel that guy in about your situation real quick. No, nah, yeah, my wife got cancer, breast cancer, and um, she's uh, she she's uh, going through it, and I'm going through it, and uh, and we got kids and grandkids, and uh, she just uh, the emotional roller coaster of not having breast from breast cancer, but you know, I just you know I had to just let her know I love her, and I'm gonna keep on. Uh, I'm gonna keep on loving her, and I'm not going anywhere. You know, that love will sustain you all. Uh, that love will sustain you all. I mean, yeah. love is hard but, to get, and but, when you have it, you got to hold on to it. But but hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta ask the I gotta ask my man Darren a question. Yes, sir. Darren. Uh huh. What would you do if your wife said, "Okay, you know what? I want you to be happy, so I want you." To Divorce me mm. and marry another woman so that you can go on and be happy. And marry a woman, you know, that doesn't have cancer so you don't have to deal with this. What would you what would uh, be response to that? Peace. No, I'm just kidding. No, I would I would just <laughs> <laughs> I said peace. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you no, I'm just playing. Man. You know, I'm just, 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 I
<laughs> no, man, she. We actually had that. <laughs> we we had that kind of court conversation uh, today. Actually, uh, we was talking, and um, and I was trying to let her know, you know, you can't be walking around here moping, and you can't just like it seems like to me, you know, you're giving up. You know, we got a grandson to raise that you fought so hard to get us to raise, and you know, and I'm sitting up here, you know, uh, oxygen starves the cancerous cells. And the only way you can get up to that amount of oxygen is to exercise. So I said, you know, you got to exercise. You got to, you know, you got to get out here and do whatever you got to do to to fight with me, help help me fight this thing with you. But it's just, it's not her. It's just uh, the fact that she just seems like that she just, she wants to be babied or pampered, and I can't give in to that. I'm like, you know, you, I got to be strong for you, and you got to be strong for you too. You know, but yeah, it's just yeah, I, I got to constantly encourage her, you know, let her know that I love her and I'm not going anywhere, and neither is she if she continues to fight. But don't sit around here and, and mope around here because I'm not going to give you, you know, I'm not going to give you a pity party and, and I sympathize with you, but that time is over with. It's time to fight now, you know. Good word. You got that, go back, That's back, a good word. Yeah, let me, let me go back to... Chantel, let me finish up this story about Chantel, and uh, we'll move it along. And um, as my brother T Hawk would say, here's the sixty-four million dollar question. Just to bring everybody up to speed, if you're listening, Chantel couldn't get pregnant, had a health issue, couldn't have babies, divorced her husband because of it, because she knew deep down that he wanted children. So he's moved on, she's moved on, but she initiated a divorce. So here is the $64 million question, fellas. Was Chantel a good wife? (laughs) Oh, that's not fair. I know. I know. No, she was a stupid wife. No, you Why can't so? say she was stupid. She wasn't stupid. No, I don't. Uh, I, don't I don't agree. She wasn't stupid. No, I don't agree with that either. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what? I mean, I think I think dude was was selfish. I really do. No, dude was selfish. I give you that. He was selfish. But but yeah. but, but but she was. He was the the extreme selfish, and she was the extreme unselfish. Well, I think she was having a pity party. I think she was having a pity party. I think she. I think she was selfish too, having a pity party in in her selfishness. All right, now I'm gonna give you an is. example. I'm you gonna give you. Now I told y'all I got a divorce, and you know my ex-wife not being able to have a kid was one of the reasons why. But how about this? How about I marry a woman after my ex-wife that can't have kids? That's called karma, dude. Sorry, karma's a bitch. That's that karma. I didn't. I knew she couldn't have kids when I met her. Then so. you did that, and you and okay, but but really, you got to think about it. You probably couldn't deal with your first wife's psyche. Is that why you left it? Because you found the same situation. Because you got to figure out what you, what decisions you make. Right. It was her psyche. Right. Exactly. Okay. So what? I mean, if you this man and, and what's the girl's name? Speaky. What's her name? The girl in the story. Chantel. Chantel, okay, so dude and Chantel, if they had, if they were compatible, right, and they understood uh-huh. each other, and he still left her, and she, that's called stupid. 
because let me tell you something. To find real love in somebody's palace is hard to find. And when you get it, you got to, you got to hold on to it. The kids have nothing to do with it. You produce the kids. The kids are innocent. They don't have nothing to do with who you chose or who, who their parents are or nothing. You put them in the world, okay? So they have nothing to do with who you chose. And if you chose some crack addict lady they, and she can make babies, well, then they, you got some babies from a crack addict girl. Don't make her no better than the girl that can't have babies. But when you can find a girl with a good psyche and you all connect, yeah, that's some, that's some value right there. There's value there. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I, I really wanted to have a, have a child with my wife, and, and it just wasn't God's plan. And when we lost the baby, had the atopic pregnancy and all, you know, I said, well, you know, maybe we can have more. But it never happened. And, you know, it, it is what it is, and, and I just believe that the kids come from God. And and no matter what you want, if it ain't his plan, it ain't gonna happen. And you gotta you gotta come to terms with that. And you know, if you blame the woman or or she blames you or whatever, and and that's you know, there's lots of ways that kids. We got we got couples in our in our church that literally, you know, I mean that that's what they wanted. They couldn't do it, and and, and God gave them another way. It happens. I mean, but the sixty-four million dollar question. I don't think Chantel is able to be a good wife because I don't think Chantel believes that she deserves to be happy. That's that's self but 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 that goes down to her self esteem though. Is she able because because she can't bear the child, can she at least hold on to the man? I think the first thing for a woman is can you at least hold on to the man? And then the child thing, I mean that's I mean really, sorry, that's kinda of secondary because the child comes after the relationship is made, you know what I'm saying? Or you guys just accident, or the your girl has a baby and you don't want it. Right. I think think I think the relationship comes first. The child, the children are secondary. If you can get the relationship right, all that is secondary. And if you can't have the secondary, at least you know you got the relationship right. And there's a lot of mistakes out here. And God forbid I ever have to do it. I don't have to do it. Thank God I don't have to do it. But if, but it was supposed to be. That I could be, I could be in a situation. I would have to adopt. I would adopt. I would do that. I would adopt if the psyche was right and I was in, a, in the right relationship. I would adopt. But in this situation, I got two children, and I don't have that situation. But I was posed with it earlier, you know. But I don't have to deal with it now. But I'm thinking, if you're in the right relationship and you understand this woman and she understands you and you're at this high level of comfort and satisfaction and she can't bear children. You need to find another way. And I think that if you pray or if you got to find whatever you need to do to find peace, you do that and you adopt. And I think but, you but, still have a very a, a nice relationship. But you said but you said something key. If if you were in the right relationship, I believe, with you know, with the right person, I don't think Chantel can ever be the right person. Well, the thing about Chantel is, is that she decided for herself. She shut the man down before he made the decision. He didn't come to her and say, you know what, girl, you can't bear children. I don't want you. She came to him and said, I can't bear children. I think you need to leave me. She shut so herself it, down. So she does that make her, uh, in my opinion, I say she's not a good wife. Well, and I don't think she well, could ever. She never gave her herself a chance a, to be a good wife. But she's not giving herself a chance. So what, what does everybody, anybody else think about it? Here's what Chantel said. 
Here's what Chantel said, and this, I quote, I still hope to adopt one day. I do get jealous when my friends have babies, but I'm not ready yet, end quote. Chantel has actually been seeing a new man now. He's also a firefighter, just like Brett was. But does anybody know what the firefighter's motto is when it comes to their partner? Does anybody know? What the firefighter's motto is When it comes to their partner No man left behind maybe Yeah pretty much Pretty much brother The, the motto is never leave Your partner behind There you go I'm, I'm going to let y'all marinate on that one a little bit I'm going to let y'all marinate on that But here's the question fellas Would this firefighter Be the one to stand and fight the fire you never know. Everybody's got different strokes for different folks. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But I mean, Rodney, you put a hell of a question out there. Is she the sixty-four? Is is she the is she the good wife? And see, this is the thing that I don't understand. How, I mean, people that can't get pregnant. How many times have we heard about people that can't get pregnant, and then they go on and they work at it, and then they end up getting pregnant? That happens a lot, dude. Really, I'm telling you, that happens, that happens a lot. all the doctors. Doctors so, will say you can't get pregnant, and then all of a sudden they got a baby. That happens so, a lot. And so, for her to sit up there and admit that she's jealous about watching other people with babies, and she done threw one dude in the rubbish pile, and now she got another dude who just happens to be a fireman. It's like, what if she get with this dude and then she gets pregnant? It's like, well, what the That's hell was that, the, the first of the first marriage? Mm. But I, I you can't through to the end. Back. That's why I stupid. That's why I say she's stupid. I think I, you know. I'm agreeing with you. I think she's a little stupid. I think she's a little stupid. Yeah. Now, how are you gonna be somebody else with a baby? Come on, man. Come on. Have you well, done with you? Well, okay. Maybe she's not. Maybe she's not stupid. Maybe she's not stupid. But you have to understand the levels of the, you know, the, the course of depression. You know what I'm saying? Because she she sounds like my ex-wife. I know this this it's that it's that whatever happens it's it's that own self-generating uh, self-pity party is never going to stop. Guilt. Yeah, right. It just it never ends until she until they get rid of the person that's causing the pity party. Am I right? I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. This the, the impetus the impetus of the pity party is a, is a guy with wants the baby, I can't get the baby, so if I leave the dude, then maybe I'll feel some kind of peace. Is, this struck a nerve. Isn't that how the story goes? Yeah, this struck a nerve with me. Thanks, Rodney. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, well, not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But still, I mean, I, well, I, I'm into it too. So kick I'm my dog. <laughs> uh, moving on, fellas, as we get close uh, uh, to shutdown uh, time here. Um, so what do y'all think? What do y'all think? What do y'all think is the most important characteristic that makes a woman a good wife? The most important, most characteristic of what? Wait, I didn't get the last part. The most important characteristic that makes a woman a good wife. Mm. I think that's adjustable. I think that, yeah, that depends that's on the husband, and it depends on you know, what the needs of their household and their situation is because a lot of people can say, 
you know, my wife just drinking beer, kicking it with the boys. That's make her that that makes her a good wife because that's all we like to do. Well, you know, that that's not in my book, but that might be in somebody else's. Well, what's, that's what I'm getting at, Darren. What's in your book? What's the characteristic? What's the number one characteristic that makes a woman a good wife? I would say submission to God's Hold word. Hold on, Andrew. Go ahead, Darren. No, I would just say um, just being faithful and submissive. And, you know, and that makes my job easier to love and, and, and be submissive to God because if she submits to me, you know, that that's a big issue. And I think that's why the Bible goes so far in depth into uh, a woman needs to be submissive uh, or a wife needs to be submissive to her husband because that makes him easy. It makes it easier for him to lead her and the children and do whatever else he has to do. Once she falls out of line, that's just another job or task that he has to you know, overcome. You know, his wife being all off the chain, and then that that you know entails you know <laughs> have the kids being off the chain, and that leads to the house not being the bills not being paid, and so on and so forth. Then he got to watch her run around, cheat, and try to be like Hosea and go pull off and up under the tent from other people. You know, if she's just submissive, then you know it'll make the man's job easier. I think that's what Andrew said as well, and. Back on June 11th, 2013, some of y'all were here. That's my birthday. But we did a show. We we, we did a show on submission. Oh, that's your birthday. Wow. Yeah, I'm well, born on June 11th, 1973. That's my birthday. That's what's up. Well, on your birthday, last year we did a show on submission. <laughs> and, you know, and if you... If y'all remember, we talked about how submission is all about accomplishing God's purpose. And even Jesus, Jesus himself submitted to God's will. And submission to a wife means that she recognizes the husband's position as the head of household to accomplish God's purpose as it relates to the family. Andrew said this earlier. But since tonight ain't the submission show, go go check the archives. You can download. You can listen to it. We've got two and a half hours on the on the topic. But. Noted author, pastor, and speaker, Dr. Tony Evans, goes on to say that it's not about liking the husband. It's about obeying the Lord. And if a wife can submit to a boss she doesn't like, then she can submit to a husband she doesn't like. But doesn't the same relations that the man should love his wife and that the woman should submit to his husband, but that's the same thing about the woman loving, his wife, loving her husband, that thing is confusing to me. Well, the reason why it says that is because we got the order that Jesus had to his bride. And love is supposed to be more powerful than submission. So if you love someone, then you have to die for that person. If you're just submitting to someone, it doesn't require death behind that. So if if, if Christ is the uh, head of the church and if Christ is the husband and the church is the bride, and he died for the bride because he loved her so much. That's the same thing that, that's the same position that he put us in. My wife and I got into a, not an argument, but a spat, because I asked a question, and I answered it, but not to her liking. I asked, I said, is it your job to die for me, or is it my job to die for you? And she said, it's my job to die for you. I said, no, if a, if a bullet is shot, it's my job to jump in front of the bullet, not yours to jump in front of the bullet for me. Because that's the that's the requirement that Christ put on 
us for our wives. Because it says, treat your wife as Christ treats the church. Or well, love you your wife as Christ loves the church. You want a high level to me, brother? I give you that. That's 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 a good word right there. I think that's that it all depends on what you're going through that week. That week. <laughs> <laughs> I said that week. <laughs> that week. <laughs> you mean that? You mean that night? Real talk, right there. That's real talk. You mean that? You mean that oh, night? Oh man. <laughs> no, you know what? Honestly, though, I mean, I think, I think when you when you break it down and you understand the scripture, you understand how how the the the, the, the bride is like Christ's church and how you relate to her and that the greatest among you should be the servant and, and all those things. You got you really have a high bar to satisfy, and the wife look at you, and you when you want to tell her, you know what, this is no dozen zone, but you can't. She's not gonna look at you like that because if it's set up, she's gonna look at you and she's gonna judge you by the word if you if you're in that situation. So it is really critical if you're gonna if you're gonna live that lifestyle, you got to be really dedicated. You got to be 100 dedicated because she's looking for you to, to to slip up a little bit. And when you slip up, it's gonna be a problem. You really really gotta be what do you call it? You gotta be very very uh, uh what is that word to say? You got to be very um. Right. Uh, you got to do everything the same way over and over again. What's that word? Consistent. Called? Yeah, you got to be very consistent. Yeah, very consistent. You got to be very, very consistent. See, I'm and, a Gemini. And, and you gotta and be I'm consistent and inconsistent. So I, I got to work on that. Yeah, you and you got to be consistent in everything. Every time she argues, you have to maintain your your attitude, maintain your hey, it's all going to be okay, even if she cuts you out. You can't curse her back out because the thing that's going to come up in your face is what you called her the last time y'all was upset, not what she said to you. So by you being the head, you have to show the headship position. I mean, it, it, it has to be like that or you're going to lose some credibility and cool points. And where do you go for your stress relief? Where do you go for your venting? On my knees, brother. For real? Real talk. I mean, I was, my wife, and, and you know what made, when she saw me praying yesterday, she don't catch me praying often, but when she saw me on my knees yesterday, she told me it did something to her. She said, I, she, I already know you pray, but when I see you pray, it does something to me. It makes me feel guilty when I come at you with all kind of problems. I'm like, and I'm like, uh, we, we're going on eight years. Okay, I'll give you that. All right, yeah, yeah. Okay, you on par with me? Nine years over there. I get that. You're yeah, good and man. It's, it's, and it's very hard. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's very hard because if if stress gets to the man, then the whole house is going to, you know, the oh, everybody. Oh, I've experienced. Yeah, I get stressed by stress. I get happy about happy. Yeah, yeah, I know what I've yeah. been. I came to my came to me too. I know. Yeah. So we 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 got to be real careful because. Once the enemy gets to us, man, it's a wrap. So we go to we go to leaning on alcohol. We go to leaning on other women. We go leaning on outside conversation. We go leaning on all these other things that we're not supposed to be leaning on. That's my yeah, opinion. Uh, yeah, I that's the that. word. And um, just a FYI, we uh, y'all talk about consistency. We have a show on that too. Um, check the archives, but um. There are approximately Sometimes I need to redo some stuff. I need to be yeah, over the same show. <laughs> <laughs> Dig in, brother. There are approximately 97 verses in the Bible about being a good wife. 
and y'all talk about submission and all this good stuff, and all of that sounds really nice. It really does. But what does it actually mean to be a godly woman? What does it actually well, mean? I could tell you what I think, but I think you all have more experience. But I could tell you what no, I go think. Ahead. About go what ahead, brother. Tell us what you think. I mean, I've been saying this all along. I mean, you know, I mean, you, you want to be with somebody who identifies with you, and they accept you for your bad and your good. And they look at you and they say, okay, he is not who I thought I'd be with, but I can deal with him. And I can listen to him, and maybe he can help me. And you can deal with each other's psyche. And when you find that, 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 that plane, and you can say, you know what, this is okay, this is, this is, this is something that's, that's peaceful, you can grow with you can grow with that. And as you grow, you know more. You, and you learn more, and you do better. But if you don't have the chance to grow with the person and to learn with the person, it's doomed from the start. tell you what Dr. Evans, Tony Evans, says about it. Dr. Evans says that the first duty of a good wife is to help her man. He says, so many marriages fail because the woman is not out to help her husband, but uses the marriage to help herself. Oh, God. Amen. Instead of being his partner, she becomes a part of the opposition. So when a woman begins to live her married life with no thought of the betterment of her husband, she has officially joined the adversary in dissolving the marriage. He says this to wives. If God expects you to help your husband, the assumption is that your husband needs help. So if you're finding fault with your husband, he needs help. And guess who the helper is? So a wife shouldn't complain that her husband is not what he ought to be if she's if he's not fulfilling her role as the helper. Mm. So whenever our faults show up, yeah, it is deep. Whenever our faults show up, there are opportunities for a good wife to fulfill her scriptural duty to analyze the kind of helper God has called them to be, to fill in the gaps where we need help. And Dr. Evans says it's the wife that's the one to help mold and shape us into the man that God ultimately wants us to be in order to carry out the agenda of the household. God made the woman the helper because we desperately need their help. Maybe the man is no good because nobody's helping him. I agree with that, brother. I agree with that. I agree with that. Anybody else? I, I don't. I, I don't agree with that. <laughs> you don't? Oh God! Can you can you can you say why? I I don't I don't I think a man when he meets a woman he should already be whole. I believe that. Yeah, a man, yeah, you know, but yeah. He shouldn't be. Yeah, he shouldn't be a woman. If he's whole, if he's whole, why he need a girl? Well, he he needs a woman to make him better than what he is because he he won't he's be. he's not a, holding. He's not holding. No, 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 he's not holding. All right, just just listen let's, let's to him for one second. If a man is is a, a certain way, if just like the color, you a blue crayon is a blue crayon, and it can't nobody else can show that crayon how to be blue. 
But when you mix a yellow crayon, you create another. When you mix a yellow with a blue crayon, you create a whole different ball game, a whole different element. And that's what a woman brings to a man. He, she, she assists him in assisting other people. Just look at all the women that assisted their husbands in the Bible. But Moses was a good man before he got married. But then man, he was a greater David. Man. David. David was a good man too, but he he wouldn't kill his lady's husband to be with her. He just had kid, well, first kings or second kings. And they yeah, was about that's, that's on a that's on a different level. We talking about we talking about a woman bringing a man uh, on a on a on a on a whole nother level than what he can. Because you know if you got you got more married brothers. Let's say if you had more married brothers than single brothers. Let's say if I was a single brother and I got my stuff together, I'm a millionaire. I got my own cars and I got everything and I'm together. It's no way I can help you guys or advise you guys on anything about marriage. Because when you come to me about that. I can't tell you how to get that better. I can't tell you how to get that right. I can't even walk with you in certain areas because you, you are experiencing something that I'm not. I don't care how successful I am or how whole I am. I can't be a lot more whole than you are because you're in a whole other situation. And if I had myself together and my wife had herself together and we together got all the things that we have, now I can be more of assistance to you and help you in your situation. But I can't do it without a woman because I don't know the tasks and trials and tribulations that you go through. I have to walk in them shoes before I can help you. Mm. Man, I'm feeling retarded right now, but that makes sense. But for some reason, for some reason, I, I'm trying to figure out. Okay, so like-minded people haven't talked to like-minded people. What does that mean? It means that I'm going to talk to somebody who's in my shoes. I'm not going to talk to somebody who's not in my shoes, though. But I'm just—I'm talking about a whole brother by himself. If he's whole by himself, and then he get another sister that got herself together, then when they get together, he's going to grow. His his mind frame is going to grow through it to a whole nother level by being with another woman who got herself together. Oh, Somewhere he could be if he didn't have it. Okay. Say what? No, 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 no. So you're saying that a man is whole, a woman will enhance whatever his, his wholeness is. So she's just no, I'm talking about a whole. I'm talking about a whole man, and then a whole woman. They know how to get it by themselves, but they don't know. If you get two powerhouse people, they don't. They, that um, individually, they're selfish. Now, when they come and in a situation, they have to share, and that's and you obstacle. require God to provide humility to both of y'all. Yes, sir. So if that happens, then that's going to bring another happen. whole element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what How kind of woman you talking about, Dan? I mean, what kind? I know, of woman right? I mean, she got to be Ruth or somebody. I mean, she got to be. <laughs> I don't know who she is, but she gets to... <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> for 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 Ruth, I can I can, yeah, I, can just, I can. I can just say my own. I can just uh, talk about my own experience. I can't speak about nobody else's. But I, I came in my relationship with my wife. And, you know, yeah, I was a little broken because I was coming out of another marriage. And, uh, and you know, she did. She cheated on me. And, uh, you know, my head was down and all this other stuff. My wife now told me, look, I cannot be with a punk. So if you can't get yourself together, then we have to break this up right now because you are really, you know, this is not what I. This is not what I envision my man to be. 
So I had to step my game up just to be on her level to be with her. That's number one. And then once I stepped my game up, she showed me how to do things that I never heard. She showed me how to get extra money on my job. She showed she made she assisted me in getting my second master's degree. Well, she assisted me in getting my first and second. She made me so much better than what I thought I was. I thought I was good with a bachelor's degree. I thought I was good with my 15 years of service in the military. I thought I was good with all these other things. I thought I was good without having no kids. I didn't want to take custody of my kids. I thought, I thought not having kids means freedom. And she led me to believe, look, if your kids are without you, a woman can't teach a man how to be a man. You're going you're gonna to sign your son's death certificate if you allow her to, him to go with his mom. You need to fight for your kids. I never would have fought for my kids if it wasn't for this woman. I was thinking so I would have just paid you. a little $1,500 a month for child support and kick it. Mm-hmm. So are you, talking about the, are you talking about the Proverbs 31 woman? Yeah, that's the woman. I'm <laughs> That's deep, man. You blessed. If you got the power of 31 woman, you really blessed. I swear but it, to God. You need to but it, go, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. Now she has she had breast cancer, and now she's in the slump that I was in. So now I got to help lift her up. Dang, that's deep. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Oh, that in the gut, man. Oh, my God. So it's both ways, bro. It just it, that's. I mean, I had to be on the level that I am and able to help her to get to the back to the level that we both were. So and she's that's a fighter. Yeah, uh, she. Well, you know, it, it, at first she was, but then now I start seeing all these flaws, and now she's starting to get her fight back. You know what I mean? But I mean that, that takes a lot out of you, man, because I I love breasts, you know, and she has some nice ones on her. And then when she what do you mean? What do you mean flaws? What do you mean flaws? Say what now? You said you started seeing these flaws. What do you mean by flaws? The flaws I started to see was I, I started to see that lack of strength that she had when she was getting me on her level. Dude, 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 dude. That's human nature, man. No one. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That's why I ain't going nowhere because I know it's temporal. I know that that's what the enemy's trying to do because she she know I like big chest. You know, I, I'm a breast man, and and she had that, and then when she lost that, she lost a lot of confidence and thought that I was looking at her differently and all these other things. But, you know, when I assured, insured her and assured her and let her know, look, man, we, we still together. You know, I, I'm, and, I, and it's up to me now to get her confidence level back up there, to get her back out there work, working out and exercising and, and going back to work and just, you know, being a powerhouse like she was. But I couldn't direct her how to be a powerhouse if she hadn't have done me like that first. Man, I, I mean, I, not to, not, I mean, your story, your, your story is very. I mean, that Lord, you, you going through some stuff that I, I swear it's it, it's beyond me, and I and I and I really salute you because you're really, really dealing with some stuff that I don't, I'm not dealing with. But I, I saw this movie, the be, the Best Man Part Two. And I don't know if y'all seen that, but the Best Man, the Christmas song. That, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, the the, yeah, the, the man's the man's we wife, who you think was the strongest person in the marriage, she has cancer in the movie. You got to see that. I ain't gonna tell the whole story if you ain't seen it. You might but as well tell it. Huh? You might as well tell it if they ain't see it by now. Shame on them. Thanks, Tony. Oh well, thanks a lot. My bad, my bad. But what you're saying, I mean, it really, it, it kind of stabs you in the heart because it's like, you know, if you really love this woman, you got to stand by her. You got to be strong for her. 
Oh yeah. But how could, I, how, could I, how could I get to that level if I didn't come if I wasn't if I didn't become a whole man and then make and her making me better? How can I be on that level to assist her to rise herself up? Oh, I see your point. No, no, I see your point. Yeah, hold hold on. Let me let me. I I you had something to say, brother. Go ahead. You got the mic. I where'd he go? Oh, he dropped off. Sorry. Go ahead, brother. That was fast. Yeah, right when he had something to say, his phone must have died. But the Proverbs 31 woman, to those that don't know, who shall find a virtuous woman for such a one is more valuable than precious stones? If a woman has low self-esteem, could that be what would make her a weak wife? I mean, if she she looked at herself in God's eyes instead, wouldn't she act accordingly? Wouldn't she be a, a great wife? I think it's the man that needs to help fuel her. I mean, I, I heard, I was, I, I used to go to um, um, Dennis, Dennis. I don't know these, these things. Are really call it the five loves, the life, the five love languages. Yeah, um, we heard of it. And, and the five love languages, and I, I, they taught you that you know the the the, the act of giving, you know, the act of touching, or or so on and so forth, help to fuel a woman's heart and make her and encourage her. And when you don't know the woman's love language, sometimes you contribute to her depression or her self-esteem issues. And sometimes even when the woman is, in, is, is, is ailing and you have the ability to contribute to her love language, you can help her heal. Um, and I, I think that when people are, like, destined to be compatible, naturally you're going to contribute to her love language, naturally. You're gonna be able to do that, and when you and you, I, when you I agree yourself, with that. I think love language is strictly for communication purposes. And it, yeah, I think if a right. woman comes in and she needs you to lift her up and she needs you to keep her from being, I think she came in broken. We look at women that we're gonna marry as being strong women. I think most of us do, and just like the brother said, he saw flaws. It wasn't flaws. She just dealt with something that that will break anybody. Mm-hmm, exactly. You see what I'm saying? But but had that not happened, he wouldn't have seen those flaws. Right. You see, so he didn't have to do anything to to her. The only thing, she just had an unfortunate thing happen that was unexpected. But other than that, she would have still been that strong woman. So whether he right. had love languages or not, she still would have been strong. Matter of fact, she was the one who told him, you need to man up. Mm, you got that point. That's true, too. Yeah. That's true, too. You see what I'm saying? So if they come That's in there talking, I mean, playing wounded, they were already that way. Not a whole lot you going to On the jump. On the jump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from the jump. You know, we That's need cheerleaders. We need people to say, it's going to be all right. Go out there and, just like the brother said, make the donut. And I got you. I got you. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Do what you got to do. I'm going to handle my portion. You handle your portion. And, T-Hawk, I'm glad you said that. Because Proverbs 31 and 12 goes on to say, For she employs all her living for her husband's good. So a good wife will do her husband good, not evil, all the days of her life. And Dr. Evans goes further and asks us as husbands to ponder this question, fellas. What good is your wife to you? Is your wife constantly 
determinately looking out for your good and how she can help make you a better man. Does every time your wife wakes up, is she thinking, what good can I be to my husband today? What can I do for him today? What can I cook for him today? How can I take care of my husband? Is that your wife? Not in America. Not in America. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this country. Not, in this country. <laughs> Not here. I'm not going to Pakistan, maybe. <laughs> so listen, 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 listen. So if that's not one of her top priorities, is she a godly wife? If that's yeah, not one of her top that. priorities. Well, we believe in Buddha, not as much as we don't be in Buddha. No, but the thing about it, huh, we say? Well, I understand. I wouldn't go as far as to say that she's not a godly wife. And the reason why I wouldn't say that is because there are a lot of shortcomings that we have as men too. You know, because, you know, we do play some sort of role in her motivation to do things for us. And when we fall short, that doesn't make us an ungodly man. You know what I mean? We all just, she can be a godly woman. It makes us human. It makes us human. human. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. You know, we we have shortcomings and we have things that we need to deal with, you know, but we're still godly men, but we all going to fall short of the glory of Jesus, God. Jesus was perfect. He was without sin. He was the ultimate sacrifice. He died on the cross. He was, he and, and for his bloodshed, he, he was he absolved all of our sins. We cannot measure that. We cannot come to that. All we can do is say, you know what, I'm, yeah, I am who I am, and let the blood of Jesus cover me and my sins. Well, we cannot measure up to Jesus Christ. We cannot be Jesus Christ and, you know, perfectly loving the church or the wife. All we can do is say, I have faults. The wife has faults. Let me let us come to peace and deal with our situation and, be hum- and find a level of humility to accept our disappointments and our faults and to listen to the other person and not really uh, rely on our egos to say, I don't care what she say, I'm right. No, the humility will say, I made a mistake, I'm going to listen, I'm going to change, or I'm going to modify my behavior. Those things I understand. But being perfect, I can't relate to. No. Wait, wait, what do you mean you can't relate to being perfect? I cannot relate to being perfect, and I'm going to tell you why. Because it is too much stress. No one's going to listen to me complaining. And if I complain because I didn't, because I wasn't perfect today, and I'm going to be worried about being, being imperfect tomorrow, no one's going to listen to me complaining. Yeah. So I, all I can say is I'm going to make a mistake today, and I'm going to make a mistake tomorrow. If I'm patient, though I have problems with being patient, but if I'm humble and I can admit to I made a mistake, then you should be understanding to accept my mistake. If I, my ego, If my ego takes place over my... Ability to admit that I made a mistake, that that is my fault. But as I can tell you that I did make a mistake, then you should be able to accept my mistake and understand that my honesty is better than me covering up my uh, uh, ego. So if I tell you that I went left, but I really went right, and I tell you after the, after the fact that I made a mistake, then I was honest. And I think well, that let me, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And we're talking about the good wife. Yeah, we are. And I and I and I'm, yeah. I'm getting yeah, to Let me that. ask you this. Hold yeah. on, hold on. Yeah, let me let me, let me let me hold on, hold on. Does a good wife 
pray for you or with you? Well, we haven't gotten to that yet, but I think that in her in her heart of hearts, I think she's playing she's playing for me, including me and the family. Independently, I don't necessarily have to oversee who she's praying or how she's praying. I mean, she goes to sleep and she prays, or she goes to sleep. I mean, I don't know if she's praying or not, or I go to sleep. She don't know if I'm praying or not. But I think you're dealing with the re, the the, the um, manifestation of what you see. So when you come home from work or when you leave from work, is she hugging you? Is she kissing you? Is she saying have a good day? Does she expect you to call you and get to work? I think those things you get to you got to you got to pick up on. Is she looking for you to call you when you get to work? Is she care? Is she care that you that you kiss her when you leave the work? Is she making food for you? Is she is she is she caring for your kids? You know, she looking forward to trying to find a way for tomorrow. If you can't pay the bill, she got something saved up for you. If she could go in her savings and find some way to help you pay the bill. If she's doing those things, I think she has your back. But if you are short and you don't have what you need and you look for her for help and she says, you know what, that's your fault, you need to fix it, I think you got the wrong woman. So why does having a good wife bring a man joy? Because he finds a level of peace. Now, some people say that's convenience. you got a convenient situation. But I think that it's really a level. I think it's really saying that when you when you can understand what you got and you feel like, okay, well, I, maybe I have a level of peace and I'm able to perform the way I need to perform and I'm, and I'm making some level of success. When you realize it and you... And you and you and you get rid of your ego, and, and you find some humility, and you accept it, and you listen to it. Yeah, I think that will give you joy. That will give you peace of mind. I think that at the end of the day, every man is looking for peace of mind. Every man is looking for peace of mind. I want to drop a, a monkey wrench. I, I want to drop a monkey wrench, and I know most of your wives who are left on here this evening. And I'd honestly say that all of y'all have a good wife. I'll say that on the record. But if I ask her, if I ask your lovely wife, do you think she consider herself to be a good wife? If I ask her, I would think she wouldn't understand how to answer the question. But I think the answer would be a work in progress. Like I would say, I'm a work in progress. Because, see, a woman plays many roles in her life. And I honestly think most women want to be a good daughter, a good sister, a good mother, and a good wife all at the same time. But what do you all think the average woman's focus is on? Being a good mother, being a good wife. Success, results, um, accomplishments, and longevity in the relationship whether it means the husband and the children or just the children. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe that women, um, they they focus mostly on, on, on being a good mother because, uh, exactly. family, you know, they even though they got it confused, they think that it's supposed to be my children come before any man. Even though exactly. they've been married for 30 years, they will still make that same statement that their children... Exactly. Exactly. To come before any man, so exactly. and and that loses the focus on the relationship between that, her her husband. You got that right, brother. Yeah. You got so, Darren, right. you think That's they they, they're they're making a mistake 
You think they're making a mistake yeah. Yeah, they make it. on they being make... a good mother? Yeah, they, well, they're making a mistake on focusing only on being a good mother. It's not a mistake on being a good mother or trying yeah, to you be. You can go good. back in your tapes. You can go back in your archives. And you can you can go back a year or two years ago, and you can you can you can understand that when women get too comfortable with the husband, they treat the husband like their child or their friend, <laughs> but they really focus on their children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they think that, and they think that they actually supposed to be doing that. And um, and uh, I remember when uh, my 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 wife now um, we were discussing on putting the kids out, the older kids out, and everyone in her family thought that I was just trying to uh, just trying to put her kids out of the house. And I was like, no, it's not that. It, they're grown, <laughs> you know. It, it's time for them to grow. They, it's time for them to go if they can't respect our rules. Mm-hmm. You got that right. Man got to hold, got to uphold the rules of the household. Yeah. Exactly. If you're gonna be a real man, you got to say, "Hey, this is how it is." And if you want to go against my rules, you need to go establish your own house. Exactly. Oh, uh, they and be independent. Exactly. I, I'm independent. I got my house. You do what I did somewhere else. I was yes. 21, and I left my. I was 21, got my own job, and left home. My house. My, my father was like, "What? Well, you can't even." Tell me the the day that they're going to real estate people, the, the renters are going to tell me that you need a reference and they're going to call me. I swear, my bad. I ain't going to call that fast. But, yeah, I'm moving out. <laughs> nah, I ain't, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I ain't said I'm going to do the right move, but I'm saying independence. You got to establish independence. You got to be independent. And you expect your child to be independent. Me? Yeah, I was a little independent early. But, hey. You expect your child to be able to defend for themselves. You do. I seen, if you are a I successful parent, you want your child to defend for themselves. I seen something on um, on Facebook um, yesterday, and it was uh, how the Chinese see their family. And if you hold up your thumb, they see that as parents, and the, and the, the pointing finger, uh, they see that as uh, siblings. The third finger represents yourself, and the fourth one represents your marriage. And the fifth one represents your children. And some kind of way, when you put your hands together and you fold down the finger in the middle that's pointing towards yourself, um, then um, you can separate the parent, the two thumbs, and separate all the other fingers. But you can't separate yourself, and you can't separate the, the fingers that allow you to uh, be in a relationship. And I thought that was powerful because that's how it's supposed to be. The children is with us on loan. And we are supposed to do what we're supposed to do with them. But however, this is my belief. You, you know, we're supposed to raise them, guide them, teach them, and show them the, the proper way of being a, a young man or a young woman. And after that, they leave and go start their own family. Well, Agreed. you know, focus on the children. And, you, you, I mean, I know a couple, they just focus on the children all the time. And then when the children left, they are total strangers to each other because all they was doing was going to basketball games, going to football, cheerleading. They going to all these things to make that make sure their children get all the best education and children, children, children. And then as soon as the children left, they divorce. Ooh, well, so, that's life. I mean, you got to make their own choices, though. You can't be at fault for that. You can't you can't have guilt for that. The child is independent. You got to let that child make their own choices. But it wasn't but the, it wasn't the choices. That, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you, you were talking about being a real man, you know, earlier just a few minutes ago, and yeah, I got yeah, and 
I guess I'll drop a, a final monkey wrench before we shut down. Um, is it easier for a woman to be a good wife if she has a good husband? Are you, are you asking me? Yeah. Uh, well, in my opinion, I think it um, it's easier for her to... Um, not have to worry about working when her husband is supposed to be working. I think it's easier for her to ha- not have to worry about the heavier things in life when, uh, you know, the single women got a whole lot to worry about. And married women, they don't have as much to worry about. And if those stresses are off their table, it should be recognized as, oh, my life is so much more better. But some women take it for granted and be like, you know, um, they get so much in their comfort zone that, you know, they don't realize how blessed they are. And um, and that's a lot of the conversations that my wife and I have with other people, we have with each other, you know. Um, let's just sit down and just look at how really blessed we are. You know, let's not look at the uh, the obstacles that we're going through. Let's just look at how, how far we've came. We didn't come this far for nothing. And we have to focus on those things instead of the things that that the devil try to distract us to think about, and um, and that's kind of hard to uh, to talk about to women. That's I mean, it's easier for 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 me to tell it to a woman that's in the in 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 the hood. You know, if I tell one of these hood rats, "Hey, I got a life for you," that's all she's thinking about. But you know, for a person that's already in that position, it's harder for her to look at herself in that position than not. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah see, that, exactly that, that, that requires a level of education. That requires a level of uh, religion. That requires a level of understanding Christ and being saved. And I mean, you know, you're asking a lot. You know, you're really asking a lot. Yeah, right? but I mean, hold, hold on that. I mean, I think that what he's saying in essence is that a good wife is a grateful wife, you know, a wife that appreciates what she has instead of always wanting and expecting more. Right. And, you know, you can... You know, relate this to you know relate this to your own situation is, is that you know does your wife say thank you often? You know, does she say thank you for all that you do, whether it be for her, the kids, the house? You know, I think a brother said it earlier. Everyone likes to be appreciated. You know, right? And yeah, you know, a grateful wife is a good wife. But um, final question, fellas, and then we'll flip it to open mic. Final question. Final question. Does a good wife encourage her husband to get on household stress? To do what? To get on household stress. What, what we're on right here tonight. Married men don't talk. Oh, so. <laughs> oh okay, yeah. <laughs> Does a good wife encourage her husband to get on this if thing she, that we she, do? If she, if, she, if she understands that she would, if she understands that she would, I agree. Because you know what? I think a woman, a woman wants a man to, a woman wants a man to grow and evolve. Yeah, does your uh, wife understand? A good understand? woman wants a man to grow and evolve. Does, my wife does your wife understand this? Not, no, not really. We, no. No. Why not? Because I, I'm not a good communicator. I'm trying to get that together. Hmm. No, I mean I, you know, there's some things that I say that I, you know, I, I got to fix, and I'll, I'll fix it. But right now, it's probably not. Not kosher, but I fix it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fix it. 
I mean, I've been on this thing before. I've been on this thing like uh, anything, 2012. Yeah, that was Shut up. 2014, bro. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he said 2012. At least he's honest. Got to give that brother credit for being honest. Got to give that brother credit. For, you know, yeah, Mike. man, I was in Delaware. I was in Delaware, and I got on the mic and started talking. Yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. But there are many. There are many personality traits that attract a man and a woman to each other. But this compatibility may not hold up over time. But understand that compatibility isn't something you have. Rather, it's something you make. A good wife is mindful that she doesn't grow apart from her husband. She makes herself compatible with her husband. So to the ladies out there listening, to be a good wife, you must be a godly wife. Reverence your husband, lift him up, encourage him, serve him, and he'll do the same for you. Noted Indian philosopher Shanakia put it this way, and I quote, A good wife is one who serves her husband in the morning like a mother does, loves him in the day like a sister does, and pleases him like a prostitute in the night. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> 